Are you gay? Geeky? Just enjoy hearing your good Judy's dish about the latest in pop culture? Well, then you're in luck. The boys of Flame On are here for you. In every episode, we discuss the topics that entrance us. Whether it's comics, TV, movies, drag queens, or video games, we've got you covered. So, if you're ready for your gay and geeky slice of pop culture life, then sit back and get ready to Flame On! I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Are you hungry for adventure? Do you crave hilarious and perilous tabletop campaigns? Don't bother rolling perception, pal. We've got you covered. Behold, Dungeons and Doritos. Nerdy Show's epic tabletop audio drama. A cinematic serial of mayhem-filled, morally questionable quests at DungeonsAndDoritos.com. Flame On is presented by the Nerdy Show Network, geeky programming for all nerds across the multiverse. All Nerdy Show programming is made possible by A Comic Shop, Orlando's number one comic shop and nerd destination. And of course, with the generous support of listeners like you. To learn how you can support this and other fine geeky programming, visit nerdyshow.com. Drag is the new spandex. Welcome to Flame On. My name is Pat. I'm your talking bearskin rug. I'm joined today by Eric. Hello. And it is a special, special episode. (laughs) (laughs) We have a full round table. (laughs) We mean round. (laughs) (laughs) It is almost time. For a new season of RuPaul's Drag Race, and that can mean only one thing here in the Flame On Studios. Ginger Minge is back! Yeah! Well, that's how I know. That's how I keep in the know when the new season is about to premiere. (laughs) You get a text from me that says, hey, can you come over? I'm like, oh, that's starting already. (laughs) And joining Ginger, the familiar voice of CJ. Sup? So That's butch the... and masculine. I have to be. <laughs> <laughs> that slipped right out of masculine sure. so quickly. Sorry, sorry. <clears throat> beer. <laughs> Titties and beers. Sports. Sports. Go Go sports. 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 Touchdown. Water sports. NASCAR. <laughs> NASCAR. <laughs> Yay, <Yeah>. football. <laughs> sports. Go, Go sports. sports. <laughs> Yay, team. <laughs> And also joining us for her first time in studio. Maybe she's listened to an episode or two in the Maybe. past. No. She, you, Maybe. No, you have no. to purchase this podcast. <laughs> yeah, I don't have it. I don't have it. She broke. <laughs> uh, this is Brittany. Hi, Brittany. 
You may also know her as Juicy Minge. You might, maybe. You can, you can follow her on the socials that way. That's you very can, true. Or you can just follow her in real life. She's She doesn't move real fast. <laughs> <laughs> She's easy to set your targets on and keep up. Well, we are here to discuss the new season of All Stars 3 that is about to start on January 25th. So it's uh, in the near future. If you're listening to this when this uh, drops... If you were listening to this after the 25th, then we're in the past. I don't know. That's just weird. Thanks, Doc Brown. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, before we get to some uh, some AS3 talk and The AS3T. Yeah. The AS3T. <laughs> that sweet tea that you can buy on iTunes. Ding. Ding. <laughs> before Dom. we get into any of the new season talk... It's been a while, Ginger. It has. Well, I, I mean, not, not for us to have seen know? each other, but well, no, well, I mean, you've been on tour. I'm sure that's. <laughs> I'm sure know. there wasn't a lot of free time, and well, no. The funny thing is, you know, we just finished two and a half months of Christmas Queens, you know, between rehearsals and and the actual tour, and I took CJ with me this time, and I feel like we saw each other less being on the same <laughs> tour than I do when I go out by myself. <laughs> yeah. That I, seems that seems I, about right. Yeah. yeah, I saw more of the other girls than, than Ginger this time. Uh, and when he it. says he's seen more of the <laughs> other girls, <laughs> I mean, he's seen it all. Oh. I, <laughs> oh. Having I worked mean, backstage at the Footlight Theater, yeah. I'm, I can honestly, I can understand that so much. <laughs> well, and by the time you've seen all these cross-dressers trying to tuck, the last thing you want to do is have sex. <laughs> so... The last time you were you were here was just before it was an award and uh, one of the New York the 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 Mac Awards oh the, the Mac Awards yes. yeah yeah yes because that's what we had talked about your album being uh, being up for an award yeah uh, which unfortunately did not win no I was second place but it's a comfortable spot for Listen, me hey for, <laughs> for your debut album that's pretty damn good I mean it's, yeah well you know and it was the first of the Drag Race albums. Um, to to get a nomination like that, and you know, we also got a five star review from uh, the New York Times. We got a five star review from Billboard, so it picked up traction and it did really, really, really well. And they actually brought my uh, my one woman show, Sweet Tea, live. Uh, very creative title. <laughs> they brought that back in New York a couple of times, so it, it's gone really well. It's been a great experience, but we're moving on. And we're gonna work on the next album. Ooh, I like it. I know I like we've it. been writing it, and it's a, it's completely different. It's a big departure. It's called Clown Fucker, <laughs> and it's all dance and pop, and like it just just very very different from what Sweet Tea was. <gasps> nice, that's awesome. Well, since then we have uh, we've had DragCon NYC. We did, which. Was Didn't delightful. I, got, I mean, I got to go up and and actually be a part of DragCon for once instead of having did. to fly cross country. <laughs> and we even got to go to a slightly swanky restaurant. Sure did. Slightly, slightly swanky. <laughs> Next up, slightly swanky. Oh, I love it. Slightly swanky. I forgot about <laughs> the that. The Italian chicken parmesan. Super yes. Italian chicken parmesan. The like twenty five dollar uh, chicken parm and spaghetti. That's like yes. twenty five dollar bowl of soup. Yeah. <laughs> An old chicken water. <laughs> Well, we we went to dinner to celebrate a little something that happened that That's I know I right. talked about when I came back from uh, from New York on the show itself. But now that we have you 
and also CJ in the room. <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> um, what happened at DragCon NYC? Well, we met a lot of people. Yeah, we made a lot of money, which Ooh. is nice. Yay. That's always a good thing. And we needed it because we had to pay for a wedding Ooh. because we got married there. Burr, 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 burr. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this wow. interview just became a rap song. I love it. <laughs> right? No, we we ended up getting married at DragCon, and it was. A decision that we went back and forth with for almost a year. Originally, World of Wonder had tried to persuade us into getting married as a panel at LA DragCon last year. And I wasn't comfortable, and neither was he, making it an event. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? I didn't want to advertise it and sell tickets based on it, because to me, that's not what marriage and wedding and all of that is about. Um, So we came up with the compromise that, you know, Lactatia... Uh, who is just a doll baby. I love that kid so much. She really wanted to meet me. So they said, well, would you mind doing a makeover on Lactatia? And then we said, well, okay, fine. If we're going to do this wedding thing, let's just sneak it in and we'll have her be our flower girl at the end of it. So it's just a flash mob surprise. Mm -hmm. And if you're there, you're there. And if you're not, you'll hear about it. Yeah, and, and you'll regret every decision you've ever made in your entire life. That's what we decided to do, and it really—it was just—it was beautiful, and it was in that moment, and it was so important to us that Michelle Visage be there to officiate it, and that was one of the only ways mm-hmm. that we could have gotten her to do that. And the fans have become such a huge part of our life, you know. So I thought it was—it was great. It was, it was fitting. Just it was perfectly yeah. fitting. Perfect experience. Yeah. And I still that morning was was freaking adorable. I got onto the. Uh, Onto the floor a little early. We may have uh, we may have found a, a back elevator down onto the onto the uh, to the floor. If there's a back door in sight, you will find exactly. it. Exactly. I have heard about you. Um, so I ended up on the on the the uh, exhibition floor a bit early, and we were over by uh, Bob the Drag Queen's table while mm-hmm. uh, Luis was getting set up, and CJ sees me. And now at this point, like I've met a lot of the girls, I've worked with a lot of the girls, being at Parliament House. But when I go out, most of them don't really remember me because it's all just like crazy. They're doing the performances and then well, the photo what does op. What really say about you? I know exactly. <laughs> Listen, just feed into my my fears of. I mean, not they're so being busy. Remembered. They're just so busy. They're just so you, busy. They, oh, they. Oh, wow. So wow. like, wow. there was a little. There were the two girls from was like Drag Coven yeah. in yeah. Canada, yeah. Courtney and, Jamie, and then um, Christy from um, Australia. So I was like, I was yeah. around. I was around mm-hmm. the girls. And like she taught me how to say cock juggling thunder cunt. <laughs> she did. She's great. I love it. I she love was, her. She was a lot of fun to hang out with. Just, Isn't just... it crazy though how many straight girls are super fans of Drag Race? Like, it, oh yeah, it still baffles me to this day, mm-hmm. and not in a bad way. It's just it's cool. I think it's right. really cool. It, yeah, it shows how it shows the crossover popularity outside yeah. of the community, our community, into mainstream acceptance it's by certain universal. portions. I'm waiting for one of these Universal Studios billboards to pop up. Drag is universal. Wait, finish your story about me. So oh, <laughs> she's like, "This story's about me." So let's just let's get back to it. So we're standing over there, and like people were, you know, stopping and saying hi to them and everything. And I was, I'm like, "Oh, I feel so like weird and like fifth wheel here." And then C- CJ sees me. I see CJ, and he comes running over in his Prince Charming costume, and I'm like, I'm "Like, oh, somebody knows me! Yay!" Yeah. <laughs> so he he comes, was thinking the same thing. <laughs> so, so he comes over and he gives me a hug, and he's like, "He's like, you have to go to Ginger's panel today," and I'm like, "Oh, okay." He's like, "No, you have to go." 
He's like, he's doing the lactation makeover, like two o'clock. He's like, you have to be there. And I'm like, <laughs> all right, I'll, I'll, I'll go. And he's like, something's happening. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> She's <laughs> announcing retirement <laughs> and all of DragCon rejoice. <laughs> So then he takes and he's got the he's got the Prince Charming cape on, so he pulls the cape up like all Batman like, and he's like he whispers to Mary, he's like, "We're getting married." And I was like, <gasps> like I, I like I gay gasped in the middle of it. It just it, it was she so clutched her imaginary pearls. <laughs> I can't. And it was just so cute. So like it it was just great to actually be up there and like to be around you guys and like to be a part of of knowing what was going on and and just like. Waiting for it. Did you sit there through the whole panel? Yeah. Like, just looking around going, mm-hmm, just wait. <laughs> I know what's about to happen. But it was All perfect because we, we, <laughs> we, kept, we kept it very hush-hush. Yeah. It was, you know, there was maybe 10 people, maybe a little bit less, who actually knew what was going to happen. Um, and it was well, on it purpose. Was, it, was it was on purpose. That we had have become very close, yeah. with, like yeah. Drag Coven. Yeah. Um, we oh, well, they they them. found out right afterwards because after CJ walked away and I kept on gay gasping, <laughs> they were like, what, what? And I'm like... Something's gonna happen. <laughs> I know. And, and then they like, came what? up there like, and I'm what? like, well, like, think about we it. Didn't want, well, we didn't want to think about their outfit. We didn't want to make it a huge, a, a huge thing because we it wasn't for publicity. It wasn't for anything like that. It was we want to give back to the fans what they've given us, and it's that love and acceptance and, and happiness. Well, and first and, and foremost, that was Lactatia's moment. Exactly. Like, that's the yeah. panel yeah. was right. about Lactatia and, yeah. and getting to work together and do that. Um, and this was just like the bonus on top of it. Yeah. So I didn't want it to ever become something more than it was, you know, especially for her because it was such a good moment for her. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And then I swooped in and stole it. <laughs> <laughs> No, no she still stole it because she stood up there eating the bouquet. <laughs> sure did. <laughs> oh, I love that kid. So the wedding was adorable, and it was great getting to hang out with you guys. So shortly after that, so this is September. This was Irma weekend because I got stuck up yeah. there. Yeah. Well, I but in between signing autographs and taking pictures, my sister was sending us text message uh, videos of updates of what was going on. And thank goodness, you know, I may bitch and complain about our complex all the time, nickel and diming us. It it worked because we were the only complex around us that still had power, that nothing mm-hmm. had fallen down. Like, it was good. Those extra nickels and dimes paid for the force fields around you. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, I was exactly. Like, How is everybody else's power out except for ours? And they said, well, we built our lines underground. <laughs> oh, oh that's some fan of the opera shit. Right I know. <laughs> I like to lay my pipe underground too. <laughs> no, so, I mean, it was very, it was interesting because we were having fun and we were in the moment and we were loving all of our time at Dracon. We love conventions. Conventions are life. It's we did so three fun. last year. We did. And it was also like going between the joy of DragCon and the fear of literally not knowing what was going to happen with our house. And the dogs were with my sister and so were the boys. And it was just like, uh, I don't know what's going on. I don't know where to focus my attention. Right. So let's just go to a slightly swanky restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> Eat our feelings. <laughs> so, so, so we'll fast forward a little bit. You touched on it before, but... Um, the holiday season has become a pretty standard. It's becoming a, a an annual tradition for you to go on the Christmas Queens tour. Yeah, well, this was our third album and our third tour. 
Um, and then this year I got to release a music video. I got to sing White Christmas. And well, I love it. Why's it gotta be song. white? <laughs> I wanted to do Why It Gotta Be White Christmas. <laughs> and they were like, no, because you don't know what we had to go through to get the rights to do why Christmas? Yeah. <laughs> so um, it was important for me to do it because it's one of my grandfather's favorite songs. It always was. Um, and they came to me with this incredible arrangement that just sounds like like the Beach Boys. So I said, well, if I can meld those two things together and do something new while still remaining classic and fun, then I would do it. And it turned out so well, we got to do a music video for it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was cute. And it, it was, was cute. good. It was yeah. so fun. The coldest day in Los Angeles history, I'm sure. It was so freezing cold, but we had fun, so go and check that out. I'm just glad you got out of that snow globe in time to come do this show. Yeah, we're actually all inside the snow globe. This is a very (laughs) Truman show kind of moment. (laughs) Oh my god. I know just had, especially since the announcement of them reviving the show, just had an Animaniacs flashback. (laughs) Wait, they're they're reviving Animaniacs? Yeah, they just got a 2020 on Hulu. And good for Hulu. They're taking everything. <laughs> and in that deal, they also got the rights to the entire back catalog of Animaniacs, Pinky and the Brain, and Tiny Toon Adventures. So That's all so three shows are now on Hulu. Oh, I'm That's okay so with this. Fantastic. It but is. I'm also kind of mad. Like, it's going to be a bumper crop for you this year. Right. But for me, I'm in the drought because I don't know if my favorite programs are even renewed for another season yet. Fuller House, they haven't announced yet. And P.S. <laughs> season three was everything. It was everything. It has gone from being like super corny, cheesy, full house to like to, drama. To a freaking um, like soap opera. It's yeah. so good. It's really good. Because it's so bad. I love it. And Dance Moms, they haven't announced if it's coming back yet or not. And we need it how to come they, back. How are they still doing it? Isn't she in jail? Yeah, but they were She's teaching the inmates. <laughs> <laughs> now, that would be a show. Go I would watch that. Dance jail. Dance warden. But no, Cheryl Burke. We have like Burke. Three, three shows right there. Right? there Hulu, right. pick us up. <laughs> Cheryl Burke from Dancing with the Stars took over for her the last half of this past season when she went to jail. And it kind of gave it this new energy. It was great. I really liked it. And it, it, it took the focus from being about the drama to being about the actual, the dance. Yeah. And I'm which not. Is, which is why it won't get renewed. I, exactly. There's no drama. Exactly why. They're like, oh, we were no, we're not making a quality television program? <laughs> Cancel. <laughs> Okay, we just need Cheryl Burke to rip her pigtails out and strangle her with them. No, no. Oh. If she did that, renewed for 10 more seasons. Yes. Exactly. Hit a child with a ponytail. <laughs> First of all, horror. First of all. <laughs> so, yeah, so White Christmas, the video was adorable. Thank you. <laughs> Let's steer the train right back onto the track. Back here. <laughs> now, it was cute. How was, uh, how was the tour itself? It was great. It was grueling. It was grueling. It was it was uh, a lot of dates to pack into a very limited amount of time. Who was on the tour with you this year? Because um, there were a couple of new faces. It was Ivy were. Winters. Uh, I think Ivy Winters is the most talented drag queen I've ever met. In my yeah, life. absolutely. She was so adorable to meet. I met her for the first time at DragCon. Uh-huh. I, I sought her out specifically, one, to tell her that even though it's been like three years since I saw her at the plaza for Battle of the Seasons. Yeah. That I still fucking 
love her my strongest suit with the, like oh, with 15 all the quick changes, changes. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah holy shit like i was well, like i saw so her out good. just for that she makes her own wigs she makes her own costumes she can make her own walk. cheese Shut makes up. her own walk <laughs> i was getting there and you cut me off well <laughs> oh my god married life is fabulous it is everyone um, should but do no, it but she she can juggle she can walk on stilts she can sing beautifully mm-hmm. yeah uh, she can literally do anything in the entire world, except get booked and or make oh, 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 oh. <laughs> No, I'm, t- I'm really kidding. I'm kidding. Wait, where's the? She- or, uh, no, I'm, uh, I'm not. I was. She can't make challah either. I've seen the photo, but I love her. Oh, good lord! Sorry, that was late. <laughs> We'll just, I'll just, I'll splice that together. <laughs> no, um, but she, she's also extremely nice. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I, I just don't, I don't understand why she doesn't get the, uh, the attention that I think that she really deserves because, well, actually I'll tell you exactly why she doesn't. It's because she's not dramatic and she's not loud. And she doesn't scream and shout. And it looks like all of these things that she's so good at are just second nature to her. Right. So yeah. there's no struggle there. Mm-hmm. But she, if it will help her get booked, she is a horrible alcoholic. <laughs> she abuses everybody that she tours with. Amen. And she farts a lot. Yeah. So, but she's talented, so book her. So, yeah. yeah if that makes her more desirable, she's a terrible person and you should book her. <laughs> did you ever get to watch Elfie Winter Christmas? Her yeah, Elfie cl- Winter's Christmas. Her claymation that she did for her sh- song last year. Uh, no. the last she album. did a music so video good. for yeah. her song last year. It took her three the, months to do. It's just, yeah, it's and like, so she did it all and she did it all herself. herself. It's yeah. so good. It's so it's good. It's so good. Yeah, Elfie Winter's Night. Yeah. Wow. So good. Um, so she was on the tour. We have Thorgy. There were only a couple of us who did every date. It yeah. was me, Ivy. Thorgy. Thorgy Thor, who plays the violin like a motherfucker. Mm-hmm. So good. Oh, it's so good. She wasn't on the Christmas Queens tour last year. She was on the competing tour. She, well, she the, actually Queen did Christmas. both last year. She? she popped in for a couple oh. dates with us on Christmas Queens and it went so well that we were like, girl, we have to have you the whole tour next year. Yeah, because that was one of the reasons why I made sure to get tickets for um, the other one when they came through because yeah. Brian loves Thorgy and, and her violin. She's so talented. Yeah, so she came out and she did uh, at least two, two numbers yeah. playing yeah. the violin. It was just yeah. awesome. And then... Uh, Oh no, Fifi didn't even do the no, whole No, it was tour just you year. three. You three it was, was the only the ones. three of us that did the entire tour. Yeah. Um, but a lot of the tour also had Fifi and Sharon. Sharon is my touring buddy. I do not want to tour unless I'm with Sharon because everybody else gets so loud and they get caught up in like just, just having fun all the mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. And Sharon and, and my idea of fun is very different. We're the old ladies. So we would lock ourselves in a closet somewhere and paint while listening to podcasts about, well, she got to pick some days and then I got to pick some days. So she would always pick serial killers. I love and then I would always pick like happy homemaking. <laughs> <laughs> but we just had the best time because we didn't have to say a word to each other. Nope. At all, and they always came up with a different theme every night of what oh, how yeah, they would that paint was, or like that was what they would our do. Fun this year it was like okay, Sharon, you pick tonight's theme. What's tonight's trend? And she said, "All right, we're gonna do red lip and green eye." And if even if it sounded stupid, we would all do a red lip and a green <laughs> eye, except for Jiggly Caliente because she doesn't not want to be pretty. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, once that? she got her grill fixed, then she didn't die in that hotel room right. <laughs> the, last, the last time. I love Mrs. Jigglesworth. And then we had uh, Manila was on the tour for a little bit. Uh, Peppermint was on the tour for a little bit. Mm -hmm. Peppermint. Peppermint. We had a great cast this year. I mean, it was a really strong cast. Jinx was on it. Uh, Michelle was on it. Bob was on it. Um, I don't know because so much happens so quickly. That was it. So many people in and out. But it it was just it was a great experience. It really was. I think this was the best tour that we've ever done. Yeah. As far as uh, producer entertainment group produced tours, mm-hmm. we spent two weeks rehearsing it, and we brought in like real dancers and real choreographers, and like it was so good. Yeah. You could That's tell awesome. there was a lot of care put into it. I liked it. And I got to go on it, so that made it even better. That's true. See, just like it's the best tour ever because I was there. <laughs> no. That's a lot got, different than the Haters Roast tour. I did. love the Haters Roast. Now, that's <laughs> my so favorite tour I've ever done, hands down across the board. Because <laughs> we just got to be assholes to each other. And we spent so much time on stage being mean to each other that we were so burnt out by the time we got backstage. Everything was just rainbows and sunshine. <laughs> and they're like, how do you girls get along? Because we spend two and a half hours taking out our aggression on each other every night in front of the audience. Best therapy ever. It was so good. It's great. I can't wait to do it I again love this Hater year. Trust. And I, I'm interested. I'm very sad to see some of the girls that did the tour last year not come back for it. But I'm also really excited to see some of these new girls because you have you have girls like Derek Barry and Aja who aren't particular, or even Trinity Taylor. They're not particularly known for biting wit or or very strong senses of humor. Um, so I'm interested to see a what they have to dish out and b how they're going to take it when the other girls dish it back to them. <laughs> it's right. always very interesting. I'm pretty sure Derek Barry's used to being made fun of at this point. So it's not even, but it's different when it comes from the fan base or when it comes from your sisters. Yeah, yeah. Oh, true. And I think that uh, what a lot. You know, I tried to open every show in my monologue talking to the audience about like. What you're about to see, do not attempt to do at home because we are trained professionals and we are friends. Was it an and episode of Mythbusters? Yeah, and it's like, girl, like, we There take... were explosions. <laughs> we take the piss out of each other. You know, that's what we do. That's how we show our love and affection towards one another. So what we're about to say, don't get butthurt about it if we come for your favorite because chances are she's going to double up and come back at us too. And it's going to be hysterical. We're going to laugh at it. And then afterwards, we're going to run to IHOP and eat something delicious. 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 Mm. (laughs) Uh, Do you know when the next Haters Roast Tour starts? Have they looked at anything? It starts soon. I have like 35 dates. So this year's lineup for Haters Roast, Trixie Mattel is coming back. Uh, She was there with us last year. Latrice Royale is coming back. She did it last year. Uh, Jinx is coming back. She was fabulous last year. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. I had to line up my microphone. I'm hosting again. So it's the four of us that are coming back. Nice. And then Thorgy did the New York show with us right before DragCon. Oh, yeah, that's right. Killed it. Nice. She's on the entire tour this year. And I'm so excited for people to see her. She was so good. We've added Eureka O'Hara, uh, Trinity Taylor, Derek Berry, and Willem. Interesting. And what interests me about seeing Willem on a tour like this is... Oh, hey, girl. The puppy's screaming because she wants me to pet her. (laughs) She's so cute. She has a mushy face like me. Um, 
But what interests me about Willem on this tour is she has a very specific sense of humor. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I'm interested to see how that translates when she's talking about the different girls. And I'm also interested to see what people pick to go after her about. Uh, Because there's really, like, she's just so, she's polished chaos. That's her brand. And there's really not much you can come for her about because she owns up to it right away. So it's like, where do you find the humor in that? And that's, but she's been the hardest one for me to really find something fun to make fun of. But we kick off in Miami on February 16th. And then we're in Tampa on February 17th. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, we're not in Orlando this well, time. Screw them! I know. It's just so hard to do in Orlando because Orlando is such a huge drag market. It's so oversaturated sometimes that, you know, when they bring in the big tours like this, sometimes it doesn't recoup enough money. And the plaza, the plaza is a cute venue, but it's awkward and weird to be able to do something like that. Yeah. So you have, there's no real middle ground between like the plaza and... Or a parliament house. Well... Or from Parliament rock. to Plaza to like like a, a Hard Rock or or yeah. House of Blues, like there's no yeah. real middle ground to really make it work. But we play mostly House of Blues when we're out on tour, huh. so it's it's just it's the market in Orlando. Well, honestly. yeah, and I'm sure that it's also pricier here because of Disney well, yeah. and all that. And there are so many people that you know. Every time we post about any of these tours, bring it to Orlando. Why do you hate us in Orlando? You never come and bring us anything. It, first of all, it's not up to me. Yeah. <laughs> I just You're go like, bitch, that's where I live. I would like to do one exactly. in my backyard. I would love to say, oh, the overture's on. Let me put on my slippers and go get my Uber. I'll see you in twenty. But, oh, send your frogs. <laughs> that's what I do there. <laughs> um, but it it also like there's so many factors that go into how they book these tours and where they book these tours and the people that book these tours have been booking gigs like this for many many years before Drag Race was even a thing. So they have their algorithm and they have uh, their little science that they put together so they can figure out where is going to be most efficient for them. And at least that we're going to Tampa because it's just a hop, skip, and a jump. Yeah, seriously. Where is uh, Straz? It doesn't say. Okay. It's but probably. You the, can uh... look it up at www.dragfans.com. Ding. Now, which, uh, which company produces haters? Murray and Peter. It is Murray and Peter. Okay. And you know, they get a bad rep, they get a lot of flack from a lot of people. Um, but I happened to know Murray and Peter before my time on Drag Race because I used to spend my time. I used to go up like once a month to do bingo in Detroit, well, in Royal Oak, Michigan. Yeah, and that's where they're based. Oh, okay. So I knew them through like Trixie Deluxe uh, when I would go up with her. She's been friends with them, so that's how I got acquainted with them. And then when Drag Race happened, it just gave us an excuse to really work together. I've I've done several tours with them and we've had our ups and our downs, but they pay my bills on time and they always treat me very nicely. So I like it. But there is no shade there. I mean, uh, they... par- pardon moi. I'm pretty sure that oh, the oh, bills are... Yes. Oh, oh no. Is... Oh, but here's no. the thing. I... I'm pretty sure it's pretty sure it's okay to get your bills paid a little late. I'm just saying. <laughs> At least those bills get paid. But now, 
I, here, I have been approached to do to work with that other company, uh-huh. and I just I've never been able to bring myself to do it, and it bothers me. And I've spoken out about this mm-hmm. on Facebook and Twitter, and anybody that would listen, really, it bothers me to no end that our sisters have gone out there and they've been stiffed time after time with a certain company, and there are still other drag race girls that jump on the opportunity to work with the people who still owe their coworkers, their sisters, their family money. And then they act surprised and hurt when it happens to them too. Mm -hmm. I can't believe I didn't get paid. Well, how not, how could you not believe that? There are 20 other girls that are out there screaming. I haven't been paid. I haven't been paid. Mm -hmm. This is not a surprise to you. So until like reparations are made for that, I will not put myself in that position and I won't disrespect my other sisters who are still fighting to get what they are owed. Yeah. I think that's bullshit. No, absolutely. That's I I hadn't really heard much about it cuz I don't really dive into all of that, but after one of the most recent ones, or the most recent two and then cuz there was supposed to be a a a, a tour starting at a bar Close to the one in which I work at mm-hmm. on my birthday. And I was like, oh, I'm so mad because Baraba starts. Like, I, yeah. I, it was always right around there. And I was working that night. And I was like, oh, I love this drag race queen. And I would love to see her in concert at this bar close to where I work. Mm-hmm. And then I didn't find out until later that night. They're like, oh, yeah, that tour got canceled. And I was like, oh. And P.S. Hope you didn't buy tickets because right. you won't get the you money back. You didn't get that money yep. back either. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's the funny thing is Brittany is oh, actually from the same town. And I know everything about it. The so whole situation. that's all been going on in that town since yeah. before it spread around the country. To the country, yeah. Ooh. Hi, Brittany. Welcome to the podcast. Hey. <laughs> Just so everybody knows, he's rebranding and changing his name. But he's going to start doing it again under a different name. Mm. A similar situation happened here in Orlando recently. Oh, well, I like oh. to call his company the Mad Cow Theater of the Drag World. That's the new name of his touring company. Something like that. Something like that. But no, that has always bothered me. I, I've always felt like there's solidarity within your group. And I mean, the, even when we're on airplanes, this is, it sounds so stupid, but. Most of us travel so much on these tours that, you know, if we're flying with Delta, we're diamond status. So there's a chance that we'll be upgraded to first class. But we all make a pact that if if all of us are not upgraded, none of us get upgraded. Because if one girl sits in the back, we're all going to sit in the back. You have to treat each other with respect and you have to be there for your sisters. And you have to let them know that you don't think you're any better than them. You don't have to give off the perception to anybody that you or they should think that you are any better than anybody. Like, it bothers me. It really, truly bothers me. Because we all do the same thing. And we're all there together. For sure. Amen. Can I get, get an amen? amen? Can I get an amen? Where are my people at? <laughs> oh, <sorry. laughs> ten seconds. Ten seconds. Oh, Any more, you have to my pay for it. Kennedy and I. Wonder trucks are barreling down the street. Uh, Kennedy and I used to make fun of, of Rue singing that song. Just the one line where she goes, if you can't love yourself. I was like, who are you? I love my shelves. <laughs> I got the I love your shelf. <laughs> 
<laughs> Maybe you should have bought it someplace else. <laughs> Can I get Where a handyman? Where Ikea at? <laughs> or you can just keep the line the same in the middle of an Ikea. Where are my people at? Where are my people at? I've been here. You can look halfway through the story and be like, how long have I been here? It's been 84 years. <laughs> I'm super terrible trap, like trailer park trash and... Whenever we go to these very fancy, famous places <laughs> around the world, like Ikea, I'm always the one that's like, we're in Sweden, we're going to Ikea. <laughs> and they were like, it's exactly the same. Okay, but we're in Sweden. It's a real Ikea. <laughs> I said, I want to go and I don't want to have to order Swedish meatballs. I just want to order meatballs. meatballs. <laughs> So we went to Ikea in Sweden. And that's the kind of shit I do all the time. I'm such a tourist. I'm so, like, just low rent. It's terrible. I love it. I worked for Ikea, so I'd be if I was in Sweden, I'd be like, let me go to the neighborhood that it's named after. Let's go. <laughs> um, so it sounds like you've got so much great stuff going on right now. And yeah. we are excited to follow your adventures <gasps> on all the social medias. Yeah. And don't forget that I just filmed that movie Dumplin' with Jennifer Aniston. Did it? Is it out yet or is it coming it's out? It's not out yet. Okay. It's on fast track to be released in spring is what Ooh. they're trying for. Okay. Um, But Brittany went with me. Okay. She actually drove into Atlanta where we filmed and I was there for two weeks. It was the hardest two weeks of my life. It was terrible. It was. It, it wasn't terrible. It was amazing. But it was terrible. But at the, same time. the schedule was terrible because mm-hmm. we would get into the makeup chair. I had to be in the makeup chair at like ten a.m., then be on set at noon, and then many times, most times, we wouldn't get out of there until six thirty or seven o'clock in the morning. Yeah, have to turn around and do it all again. Yeah. And my very last day of filming, since it was the last day of the entire shoot, they were only supposed to keep us there until five a.m. I was there until 9.30 in the morning, and I had a 10.30 a.m. flight. Wow. So I'm literally like pulling Dolly Parton drag off of my face, flying down the the, the highways of Atlanta, Georgia, to the airport. Mm -hmm. It it was just, it was certainly a a sight, I'm sure that. But we had a lot of fun. Yeah, it was really fun, and Jennifer Aniston is a lovely she is so sweet. Everybody Kathy and Jimmy might be with, better, though. Kathy and Jimmy is the funniest person I've ever oh. met in my life. She's wonderful. I, they haven't even announced her for that yet. I'm sorry. <laughs> but I want to tell what? so many stories about it. We'll have to do another episode. Once that comes out, we'll definitely yeah. we'll, we'll have you back in. I mean, well, you are our our official, like, the host. <laughs> I don't, I don't even, at this point, I don't even know how many hosts we technically have on staff. But you are whatever the number is, you are that plus one. I'm a satellite journalist. Oh, uh, you're a roving reporter. Yeah. Love it. You go and do all the fun stuff and then come back here and tell us about it. I'm your rheumatic reporter. Oh, I love this it. This cold snap here in Florida. Oh, my God. It's it's working my nerves because I, I love the cold weather. It's better for drag. It's better for fat people. But... My rheumatoid arthritis up in my hands is not working for me in the mornings. It's terrible. It hurts. We should only have a couple more days. I think by the weekend it's supposed to. Yeah, start and then I'm going to be bitching up. about the yeah. fact I'm hot. I'm sweating in places I didn't know existed. I don't think it's going to get to that point yet. It's supposed to get back up to like 70. Like high 60s, low what? 70 as a high like, into next week. So it's still that. It's cooler, but not like 85. Wow. Wow. <laughs> 
<laughs> so the time has come for us to discuss what we brought you here for. You know, the five minutes of oh. five minutes of actual like on on topic conversation. This is your intervention. Okay, you have it too. We've all written you a letter. <laughs> uh, everyone, pull out your letters. <laughs> So at least interventions are high tech now. You don't have to sit down with a, like a pen and paper. <laughs> right. You just dictate it to your notes on your iPhone. See, we just upgraded to hey the iPhone Siri. X. I see that. Those, it's those lovely Samsung made screens. Oh, oh well, that's cool. But it has better technology. It the phone freaked me out for the first couple of days because we went from I had the six plus, then I had the seven plus. I'm used to a big phone in my hand, <clears> and I was like, I don't want to go to a little screen. I don't want to go to a little screen. I can love this phone. It's so good. It's almost as good as the Squatty Potty or a Casper mattress or Squarespace. Um, but I'm the whole reason that I got it, and the only reason I bring it up is because I'm on a vacation right now. I haven't done drag in the last week, and I can't wait to get it up in drags this Sunday at the Hamburger Mary's just to see if the facial uh, the facial recognition will still uh, work. Yes. It's a little experiment. It's <laughs> an expensive experiment, but we're going to do it. We're going to figure it out. You can return it after. It's fine. <laughs> I've done things. Oh, so before, well, since you mentioned that, before we get into before we get into the next part of our our topic, um, tell us about Sunday. Sunday. Well, um, oh. oh, actually, I was going to talk about this before, and I totally sidetracked myself. <laughs> um, I have been traveling, and people always wonder why I'm not in Orlando, why I'm not in Orlando, and that's because. I, I'm from Orlando, and you guys have seen me, and there, it, there's a whole bunch of places out there that haven't yet met me. So I'm trying to go and meet all the people that I can and do all the work that I can while I still can. Um, but I've tried for once a month, every month for the last, what, we've been doing like nine months now. Oh, yeah. Just yeah. About. I've been doing Ginger's Big Gay Cabaret at Hamburger Mary's. We try to find one Sunday night out of the month where uh, we pick a different theme. And it's me, Janine Klein, Joshua Roth, and Heather Abood. And it's like <coughs> glorified drunken karaoke. Mm-hmm. So this is our happy new queer special. Mm-hmm. It's going to be all gay anthems. There's a 10-minute share medley that we're all doing together. <coughs> And it just, it's cocktails and fuckery. So it is the most fun you will ever have. Just come, it's free. So come and get it. Come see it. It's really fun. And, it's a lot um, of fun. It is. It's really, really cute. And yeah. we, they've been begging us to do a 90s theme. So I think February will probably be our 90s yes. theme. Yes. Let's, let's do it. I'm totally in Because we've done the, what, we did six, we 50? did the 80s. 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 That's what we've done. We've done Hooray for Hollywood. We've done <coughs> uh, Famous Girl Groups. We did, or what do we call it? The Divas. Oh, destroying the Divas is what we did. Um, the Hollywood one. I just said that. Uh, one. I was coughing. Sorry. Uh, well, yeah, I know. All you do is cough. <coughs> Typhoid Mary over here. <laughs> oh, we got Please meet and wipes. greet. <laughs> um, but we've done many, many, many themes. And the, oh, Disney one. We did a Disney yeah. one. Was yes. the biggest one that we did. Yeah. We had a line around the block to get in for that one. And again, it's just us in fancy costumes singing songs you know, <laughs> but probably not the words you've heard. So <laughs> come and see it. It's really fun. Love it, love and it. And I'll be there. Yeah, oh, don't let that mind. deter you. <laughs> never mind, I'm staying home. I'll be, I'll be there. there too. I actually have to work this weekend, so I'll Call be out. there. Well, then... I'm the replacement for the guy that called out. <laughs> There's nobody after me. <laughs> Where are you working? Uh, Parliament. Doing Our... what? 
I'm running the sound and lights for the shows. Mm. Our sound guy had emergency surgery, so he was Aww. out last weekend. Is, He's out who's this doing it, Brian? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I got to work New Year's Eve and all that craziness, and then I'm working again this weekend. Chrissy, if you're hearing this, please come back so <laughs> Pat Chrissy can come was supposed and to see come our back. show. <laughs> he was actually supposed to be on a plane, I think, yesterday. And yeah, then and really. Didn't get in, came, you like, uh, yeah. swooped in and just canceled all that. Well, part. we oh, wow. almost didn't wow. make it out of Boston when we were doing the Christmas tour. Oh. Because, like, uh, a super snow front came in. We were like, I guess we're going to be leaving early. So we went and sat at the airport. We got on that earliest flight out. Well, that's like what happened to us when we were leaving Glasgow. Yeah, we had to make it back. We we had a show in Glasgow on a Friday, and we had a show in New York, New York City on-, on Saturday night. Yeah. So they were like, oh, there's going to be this huge snowstorm coming in. No flights are going to get in and out. We finished that show in record time in Glasgow. Mm-hmm. Um, and P.S. for the people that said, oh, you cut too much of the show. We didn't cut anything. Nope. Except for the ice medley, which was only like four or five minutes. Yeah. Um, we just, we kept it moving. It was at the speed of lightning. It was good, though. I liked it. It mm-hmm. was my favorite show. Anyway, so we got on a bus after the show, drove to London, which was like About 10, 10 hours, hours. Yeah. And then immediately got on a flight, flew to New York City, then drove for three hours on a bus and barely made it for the meet and greet. Yeah. But wow. Kristen Chenoweth was there and she bought my album and told me I was pretty and very talented. So it was kind of the best day of my life. Oh, it was good. Love it. She Love texts it. me all the time through her assistant. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so as is customary with any new season of Drag Race since season seven, the whole reason I have my job here. Exactly. <laughs> from those from those early days when season seven was just a glint in everybody's eye. <laughs> I know. <laughs> And a painful before, memory for you. Before everything went to shit. <laughs> when we were when we were peeking out the window, making sure those those big pink commando trucks from World of Wonder oh. weren't banging down our door. Um, now I wish they would. <laughs> so we did it for seven. We did it for eight. We did it for All Stars two. We've done it for nine. So it is only fair that we do it for All Stars three. That's right. We're Let's gonna do, do a little uh, a little a little. Talking some tea. And All-Stars is always a little weird. One, because last yeah. time you were on the show, so you had I know. Kind Remind of your listeners. I really was on <laughs> All-Stars. At some point. Um, you had a tiptoe around a lot because you were on it, and you obviously couldn't give away anything. Yeah. And this time, I'm not on it, and I really don't know anything that happens, so I love it's it. all fair game. Well, exactly. <laughs> and the, it's different because we know these queens. These mm-hmm. queens have been on the mm-hmm. show. You've toured with them. You've worked with them. And, and it's it's a whole different experience versus like last time when we talked about season 9's cast, it was like, oh, well, you hosted the the uh, the premiere party, and mm-hmm. you hadn't really gotten a chance to, yeah. to interact. And to be completely honest with you, I still haven't gotten much of a chance to interact with the season nine queens other than Peppermint and Trinity, mm-hmm. who I already knew, mm-hmm. um, and, and Eureka a little bit, but the season nine girls seem to be off in their own bubble doing their own thing. And they don't haven't, I won't say they don't, but they haven't really um, interacted with a lot of us tour wise yet. So hmm. I'm still interested to see how that's going to turn out. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> I can't wait to see how this turns out. <laughs> So, 
Eric has a list also. Mm. So we'll go through and I believe if you're looking at Wiki, they're in yeah. alphabetical order. So we'll just kind of we'll we'll take a little trip down the list. Yeah. Well Eric and I'll alternate uh let's do one word name. one word association and we'll just go down the line. <laughs> okay, fun. And then we'll talk about the people. Okay. Our first oh, contestant boy. is Aja. First word that pops in <laughs> New York pops in my head. New York? Yeah. It's two words, but we'll let Whatever. it Whatever. It's a place. New York. <laughs> it's a place and a thing. It's a proper And a noun. person. Actually, it is a person, place, yeah, and thing. Yeah, that is exactly. And sometimes York. an idea. <laughs> Restart. Interesting. Yeah, okay. was CJ's word interesting to you or your, no, your, that's or your word, word for Aja is interesting? Okay. My word for Aja is interesting because out of the entire cast, she's not one that I would expect to be there so soon on an yeah. all-star season. Yeah. Yeah. There was a lot of hype about Aja before season nine. Yeah. And then I feel like she kind of got lost in the shuffle. And then, and then got thrown under the bus for the face tune. Right. Yeah, then... which P.S. I mean... Don't cast a whole bunch of social media based queens and not expect them to use the tools that are given to them exactly. for social media because it's what everybody does. And at least and and in her defense, regardless of that, I mean she performs. Yeah. Because yeah. you yeah, have a lot of queens that go on there and it, they're all about the social media and aren't really performers. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean they might be great Korean food, but they they may not be the best performers <laughs> in the world. Oh Do not come for her. Wow. Do not come, come for me. Her. She's fantastic and looks amazing. How dare you come for egg roll St. James. <laughs> but but yeah, but Aja definitely can perform and that's, she's that's a, a huge yeah, she's a great performer. She's a fantastic performer. I think she has uh, a lot of personality, which we didn't get to see until the season nine reunion. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Where Which was she, the best she was lighting bitches up left yes. and right, and that's why I think it's so interesting and exciting that mm. she is on season three of All Stars because I think she's kind of a loose cannon. Yeah, she has nothing yeah. to lose. And so, can I, can mm-hmm. I just say that I loved? I was kind of in love with the fact that they did the finale, uh huh, and then recorded the the reunion the next day. Sorry, uh-huh. so bitter because then two only two queens. Really, had we're like, we're still gonna be prim and proper because Root might still pick us, uh, right? And then uh-huh. the bitterness came the far, sure, did. Uh-huh. sure did. Shay Coulee sat there and could <sighs> not, she could not find a fuck to give. <laughs> at all. She looked in her blouse, she looked in her purse, she looked under the chair. There was not one fuck nope. to be given. The producers are like, Here, we found a fuck. She's like, No, nope, that's not mine. <laughs> nope. You better nope. put that bitch back in lost and found. <laughs> and I loved it. I honestly. I kind of zoned out in the middle of season nine. I was busy doing my own stuff and I hadn't found anything particularly exciting about the season up yeah. to that point. So I didn't care that I missed it. I was like, I'll catch up with it later. Right. Of course I wanted to see it. Um, but when I sat down to watch the reunion, I was like, bitch, if this is what the entire season was, I would have been glued to the it TV. Was, it was uh-huh. not. It, it, was, it was not. And I learned that because I immediately sat down and watched <laughs> the, the other like four episodes that I hadn't seen. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, it, it was, you could tell it was a transitional year from Logo to VH1 because there are different formats for each network. And you could tell that they were trying to find their footing with VH1. I think that season 10 and All-Stars uh, 3 will be, uh, I'll, I'll, they'll have a lot more um, 
linear storylines, and I think they they really will have found their footing, uh, especially by season ten. I but just hope it stops being a PSA very special episode. That's of, exactly what it felt like. Yeah, mm-hmm. was, and, it was like they were trying to educate the mainstream public since it was now on VH1 versus but that's, the Gay uh, Channel. That's again why you know I think season seven gets a lot of flack as well for being boring or bitchy or whatever but it was another transitional year mm-hmm. because we did a lot of things different with season seven and it took the the entire franchise in a different direction yeah. than it had been at that point yeah and without the growing pains you're not going to have like the product that you know and you love mm-hmm. so I always tell people, like, it may not be your favorite, but take the good moments from it and then wait until the next season because I guarantee you they will have found what really works and they're going to amp that up. They're going to give you more of what you want. Mm -hmm. And I'm curious to see how they revive Untucked. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's the one thing I'm mad about is I never got a real Untucked. We were the first season that did that damn online YouTube show, which is still the death of me. Like, it. I hated our Untucked. I still hate our Untucked. People think that because, whoa, we did some shots in black and white and we're sitting around on couches that it was real. And I felt like it was much less real. The Untucked was a lot less of what actually happened than what the show itself was. Mm-hmm. And they were still finding their way with, with that on our season because it was so new. So there were two separate companies that were doing Drag Race and Untucked. And I think the main reason that season seven gets so much flack is because season seven Drag Race told one story and season seven Drag Race Untucked told a completely different story. Yeah. Yeah. So on the main episodes, you saw Ginger Minge as this sweet Southern gal and Violet Tchotchke as the devil incarnate. And then you watch <laughs> Untucked and it's Ginger Minge is the most evil bitch that's ever lived. And Violet Tchotchke is an untouchable saint. And neither one of those things are true, you know? Yeah. Um, so I Two think different storytellers telling two different yeah. stories. Two, two very different stories. Yeah, with the same material. And people didn't know how to feel about us because yeah. they couldn't get like... They couldn't get a good idea of like what really was going on in our heads and what kind of people we were. And now that you know we're God, what four years removed? Yeah, mm-hmm. people have really gotten to know us as contestants, and we have some of the most we have the most overall popular cast from Drag Race because people have really had to go out of their way to get to know us, so they feel a little more attached to us in the long run. Mm-hmm. So I don't think it was a bad thing. I just think. Again, it's my very long way of saying it was a transitional year, and I think season nine was as well. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how they how it how it blossoms. Yeah, given the full attention for for a major network. I now, really, so. really hope that Aja goes into the workroom, not giving a fuck, and really just letting it go like she did on the reunion, because I think that will make her so lovable, and it will make her such a powerhouse. And I think she has the best mindset because she's so fresh off of her season and that reunion and yeah, all that yeah. so and i know like i know you you were pretty fresh off of your season yeah. going into all stars too but i think she well there's a difference and i i always said you know people would always say i don't know why you had such a hard time going back in for all well, stars you were also because you were top three you were for the because crown. katia yeah. was on your season too no katia had already 
lost like she was already removed from the competition mm-hmm. yeah so she didn't have to spend the better part of a year um, wondering and wondering hoping. what was going yeah. on whereas i up until they put that crown on violet's head i was still sitting there going all right well what can i do what can i say what am i allowed to talk about how am i supposed to feel mm-hmm. yep. it was just this huge mind fucking it was like giving birth to this baby and it i it was like giving birth to twins and then somebody <laughs> immediately coming in and saying all right spread up girl it's time to get pregnant <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I just gave birth. I am not ready. Let me enjoy the baby I just had before I have another one. And that's kind of like where I was. But I think because she is so far removed from season nine, she's had the time to to really explore her drag and have fun with being uh, a celebrity and, and enjoying the perks that come along with that. So that when she goes back in, I think she'll be in a better mindset. Yeah. That'd be interesting. All right, so our next contestant is one of my favorites, Miss mm-hmm. Ben de la Creme. First word comes to your mouth, Brittany. I don't know, because I don't really like, I didn't really pay attention to Ben. I know that's terrible, but I didn't really like her on season six. Get out of my house. <laughs> Leave now. I'm sorry. What's the first word that pops in so your mind? So when you see her book somewhere, what is the first word that comes to your head when you see that flyer? Home. Because you're going to stay home. Get out of my house. <laughs> go sit sad. in the car. Go sit in the That's car. That's sad because that she sad. will go to the opening of an envelope. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> What's Damn. the first word? CJ. Talented. Okay. Ginge. Burlesque. That's a yeah. good one. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. It, it's so, it was always so weird to me because... People refer to Violet as the burlesque queen, and she is, and she's very good at it. But I was like, did you not just see the year before we had been to La Creme? And she like epitomizes old school burlesque to me because she's campy with it. Violet's not campy yeah. with mm-hmm. it. She takes it very seriously, yeah. and she's beautiful at what she does. But I think of her more as like a, like a Cirque performer. Violet. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but Ben, you get that like cheesy campy smile and and it's like big drag big hair rhinestones hot pink feathers everywhere Mm -hmm. yeah um i love ben she's one of my favorite people that i've gotten to work with i think she has a very level head on her shoulders which is very essential when you're playing a game like this for the world to see and i also feel like she has a lot of untapped talent she may be in a bit of a bad situation as far as she was so loved on her season it's very difficult to take that chance to go back in and have them possibly have the pandora box effect where she was the original i love you you're you're the comedy queen she had the whole world behind her then she went into all stars and with one episode the entire fan base turned against her so I think when you are so beloved, like Ben Delacrim was, you run that risk of people changing their minds and going, well, why did I like you in the first place? Now I think you're a bitch. Well, I mean, yeah. she won't get saddled with Mimi I'm first, so there's less of a chance of that. <laughs> I understand. But... but you don't know what's going to no. happen. Right. That was a double. Well, I mean, it was <laughs> yeah, Actually, Remix. she could get saddled with, with Mimi I'm first, because there's one queen we don't know who the exactly. fuck is. Exactly. <laughs> and wouldn't that be the I gag? I hope they bring uh, Mimi back. I hope they bring Mimi back. If they don't, she should at least bring in the, the, the queen the on then. her shoulders. <laughs> that, which was actually probably one of the funniest clips that they, that they released online from the finale for season nine mm-hmm. was uh-huh. uh, when Rue came out and was like, 
we're one seat short. Yeah, one seat short. She pulls a, a number and it's um uh it oh, India, India, India Farrah. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. then Mimi at first just comes in and throws her over her shoulders <laughs> and walks out. It's like yes. Uh, yeah, oh, every time we talk about Mimi I'm first, it kills me because out of drag, it looks like Brian's ex. Oh really? Yeah. Wow. yeah. We'll we'll have to pull up pictures yeah. for you guys later. But to a side by side. I literally I never watched okay, so I didn't watch any drag race up until All Stars. And then the first the All-Stars. first All Stars. Both um, episodes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> of the shortest season you've ever seen. It, it, was. it was. It was over in a blink of an eye. It was so it was it We was. can only do half like the number of episodes. episodes. Yeah, there right. were games. <laughs> we had 97 contestants and an hour and a half to crown somebody. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I, I hadn't watched anything before that. So that was right before season five had started. And I'd started to watch season five. And when we moved into the house here... Um, I went and I was able to find like all the past seasons and watched all the seasons while literally like we had just moved in. I was building furniture and putting like the rooms together. From so Ikea. From Ikea, of course. <laughs> yes. Um, and I got to season four or uh, no, what was uh, maybe three. Season three, three, three was maybe. Season three. Yeah. So I start watching season three and literally like he's doing these, you know, the, the confessionals. And I fucking like, I did a double take and freaked out. I was like, oh my God. It's <laughs> and then, Brian had like he was like no it doesn't and I pulled up a picture and, I, and he was like oh shit it does <laughs> so well, scary. Well, I think Mimi as a, a Braden, I think he's very cute. I think he's a cute boy, and I think uh, Mimi is also one of the most talented queens that there are. She just won't get out of her own way. Yeah, yeah. it, it feels like trouble follows her, and I, I hate that for her because she's so talented. Yeah, because I remember watching a clip of her. It was, I think, on one of the cruises of doing a roast of Miss Elvisage. And it was Brilliant. hilarious. So hilarious. She's so funny. Miss Elvisage. Miss But do you know that Rue calls her Miss a lot because she can't say Michelle? <laughs> so Does Rue even remember her name half the time? The more you know. But when, we're on tour, when we're on tour together, that's how we all call her. You'll just hear uh, like a cacophony. Of them ringing down the hall, Mattel, Mattel, where are you? So you were saying about so the the roast of Michelle Visage? No, it was just that Mimi did an excellent roast on that clip. Yeah, it was seasoned perfectly. She's yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, she would have sent it back. I'm just <laughs> so back to Ben Lacreme. So talented burlesque. I was sad because. We went to Provincetown last summer, mm-hmm. and she was actually going to be playing the Crown and Anchor and doing um, Inferno a Go Go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we were like, awesome. We get to actually see Ben's show because I've never seen Ben do a, a, a one woman show. The shows that she puts together are untouchable. They are yeah. incredible. Well, and that's, I mean, when she did Cosmos, like that was mm-hmm. like, oh, that's adorable. Yeah. And then uh, Inferno a Go Go, like, all right, cool. So we planning our trip and that's the only time in my life i'm super organized is when it comes to bear week in provincetown i'm like okay what show are we going to see this is how much it's going to cost i have a fucking spreadsheet ready let's do this it's already yes, set for next year i am year. super sad that i have i have not been booked in p-town um we need to make that happen we need to make that happen i feel like it's the most perfect place for me it would be uh it would be a lot of fun yeah it, we can we'll figure we'll something do it. out we'll we'll work on that we'll work on that i mean i don't want to step on peg slash what is uh, all they got to do is sign the contract? <laughs> <laughs> right. Wait, what's the other one? Because now it's all one company. It's Peg and um, 
Uh, so producer entertainment group just merged with executive executive pr PR and talent that's right i can never remember michael benedetti's fucking gorgeous and i love him to death so freaking nice oh he's so nice he's so nice i met him one time and like just after that i was like i'm in love with you well we've been working together we actually met officially when we were when we kicked off christmas queens in new orleans yeah oh oh that's right Uh, yeah so we got to spend like the entire weekend with it because we went there for rehearsals first to brush up and we had to spend the entire weekend with him and he was so nice it took us around and showed us everything and sat down and he was like so what do you want to do where do you want to go where do you want to be like well this is my list of things i'd like and he's really working hard to make everything on my list come to fruition that's like that's the kind of person that he is i really like working with him i'm glad we're all together now yeah um parliament does a lot through him like they book a lot of entertainment Mm -hmm. through him um, so I think it was when Leanne Rhymes was at yeah. was here for Gay Days. Um, he actually was personally here, and that's when I met him. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, being the photographer, took his picture with her, and he was like, uh, "So he stopped and he talked to me. He's like, hey, would you mind sending me the picture?'" Blah, blah, blah. And like, literally since then, like, Facebook friends follow each other on Instagram, the whole nine. I'm just like, you know who I'm fantastic. Facebook friends with? Vendela Cram, and she's so wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> So, full circle. So prom and sound. We were, it's like my waistline, a full circle. <laughs> so we were so excited to go see her. And about a week or two before we went, we got the email saying that she was canceling her her yeah. run in Province Town. Hmm. And at first it was all like, oh my God, I hope she's okay. And then it was like, <laughs> Trixie's going to be taking some time off from her show at the post office cabaret. She's going to be taking two or three weeks off. And it was like, oh... And I saw I saw Kitten and Lou, mm-hmm. and actually before we really like a hundred percent put it all together because this is still before like anybody really realized like the, that they the, would, the, yeah. the Nancy yeah. Drews hadn't even really a hundred percent put it all together on Reddit. <laughs> well, people were asking me about it, and in my head, I'm like, no, of course not. There were four years between All Stars One and All Stars Two. It's gonna be a couple more years. Yeah, yeah. And, and I, then I started doing the same, like. Oh, well, she ain't returning my text message. Well, she ain't returning my text message. I know I didn't piss all of them off. <laughs> <laughs> well, I saw, I saw Kitten and Lou, and I was like, hey, like, you know, um, we love Ben. We love you guys. Let's, you know, tell Ben that we're, we're sad that we're missing the show. Hope everything is okay. And they were like, oh, yeah, it was just scheduling issues, nothing personal. I'm like, <laughs> oh. And then we ran into somebody else, and they were talking about Trixie, and uh, he was like, yeah, she's going to camp. I'm like, oh, yeah. all right. <laughs> so this is starting to record very soon. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, so we were sad that we didn't get to see Ben, but when I've seen Ben perform here at Parliament, mm-hmm. um, that's great. one of my favorite interviews we did with Ben. It was four o'clock in the fucking morning, bare bust weekend, sitting underneath the sign at the Parliament House. After we had a prior away from the eighteen-year-olds that were all about, it. <laughs> like we we went over to the gardens. We met up after like after she had gotten out of drag, walked her back over. Like okay, there's these these little kids. They want to talk to you for a few. Like well, fine, we'll we'll sit over here for a few. And then we're like, okay, this is taking forever. And then Ben loves the bears, which yeah. I love. And uh, these these two or three handsome bears came out. And they were looking. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Going to go get food. And we're like, oh, there's an IHOP coupon <laughs> in your I bag. Have, I have a honey pot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, if you go to IHOP and you bring your dog tag, they'll give you 10% off. And I'm like, oh, do you know who Ben de la Creme is? And they're like, yeah. I'm like, she's on the other side of the sign. Can you go to Strasser? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, my favorite memory with Ben was when we were on Battle of the Seasons, and you, I did Battle of the Seasons for three and a half months. It was so long, and it felt like it would never end. Uh, and it went past the point of enjoying it. Because I was like, <laughs> this is overstated. It's welcome. I don't ever want to hear Adele's hello again. Um, hello. But Ben and I ended up going to a steak and shake in Indianapolis at like three o'clock in the morning because neither one of us could sleep. So we just met each other in the lobby and then went across the street. And we sat there for like four hours until the bus came to pick us up and literally just talked, not about drag. There was not one word about drag. It was just about life. And Ben has incredible views on life that I think actually, if they don't line up with mine, they compliment them. And the times that, she thinks completely different from me. It makes me really have to question. So, and I love an intelligent conversation. And she has given me some of the best conversation I've ever had in my life. That's awesome. Conversation is code for blowjob. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. It's not. I love it. I I so want Ben to like for Halloween one year dress up as Link from the Legend of Zelda. He's got such like yeah. an elfish little. Look. Or no, he could oh, be yeah. Xander from uh, from Drawn, Drawn Together. together. <laughs> I just, I see, like, anytime there was a confessional, I was like, I just want little pointy ears uh. and just, like, a green minish cap on them, you know? <laughs> um, okay, Eric, who's next? The Southern Dancing Queen from Louisiana, Chi-Chi Devane. I love that Eric has gone into, like, full, like, <laughs> full description. Full announcer voice. <laughs> right? You are the next contestant on The Price is Right. Oh, no. I'm teaching him well. He's listening to me <laughs> announce shows way too often. So, Chi-Chi. Favorite. Creole. Cheap. Oh, oh, that's not bad. No, that's no. I was getting the shade I mean, button ready, but I'm not, I'm not going to. <laughs> trash bag couture. She. Came I don't to the think premiere. that there's anything wrong with being cheap. Actually, I'll say frugal because it sounds better. That sounds better. <laughs> um, you can't change your word. No, <laughs> you said cheap. Well, I say cheap One because word. that's how that's her descriptive term yeah. for mm-hmm. herself, and I think that there's something really incredible about a resourceful queen. Because most of us, when we start, at least I, I know for me and the girls that I started with here in Orlando, Addison Taylor and I did not have two dimes to rub together. So we had to be very, what? The poor baby. Oh, the babies are snoring back there. <laughs> I was like, don't us. make fun of my good old Southern science. We didn't have two dimes to rub together. And <laughs> hey, Penny. <laughs> the only thing that we had to rub together were our thighs. Um, we had to really be resourceful with the things that we did and it forced us to be very creative. And I think that there's really a talent in that. There's something to be said for it. So I love seeing the things that she comes up with. And I also love the fact that she's been touring nonstop 
yeah. since the since her season ended. And she's made a good chunk of change. But she's like, child, I just sucked that away. I put that away for a rainy day. I'm still going to wear this costume. I like this costume. <laughs> I like that. I like that she hasn't let any of this change her. Because a lot of the girls do. Yeah. yeah. And I like that she's still just fun and talented and just doesn't care what people think because she's having a good time doing what she's doing. She's also still very nice. It never went to her head. She's still very yeah, just she like, a very she'll nice just talk person, to you. Yeah. yeah. She doesn't think she's better than anybody and nothing like yeah. that. So, And she is a dick pig. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> is sit around and like, child, you see that one over there? Mm. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? <laughs> she reminds me of Herbert from, from uh, Family, Family Guy. Guy. <laughs> you like popsicles? <laughs> I got a whole freezer full of popsicles. I got a drag bag full of titties. Uh, I love her, though. And I think she has such a good personality that it's always going to authentically shine through. I think this will be a great opportunity for her. Yeah, I'm glad that she's getting another opportunity to maybe now show a more confident Chi-Chi. Well, versus... yeah. I know we haven't brought up Kennedy Davenport yet. She's next. The entire world wants to see Kennedy Davenport and Chi Chi Devane lip sync against each other. Please. I don't think that the world is ready. No. I don't either, no. but I'm ready. Which, at least in this setting, if they follow the pattern set with All Stars 2, at least it would be a positive lip sync. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Versus but who's one to of the say that go they're home. going to because All Stars 2 did not follow the, the format of All Stars 1. Oh, yeah. no, for sure. Maybe they'll combine it. That, Maybe it'll be... Uh, I don't know. I mean, All Stars is their opportunity to step outside the box and yeah. try things. Like li- They literally throw everything against the wall to find something that sticks. And mm-hmm. this is their chance to really just go all out. I, so who knows? Nobody gets eliminated. <gasps> What if they're like, we're going to take all They've the safe girls. <laughs> we'll take all the safe girls and we're going to make them lip sync against each other. <laughs> Damn. No, it's so, I don't know. It's cool. I think they Team did. Team lip sync battles. I think they did a, I think it was a, a, a nice twist to do it this way, to make the top two lip yeah. sync. And honestly, it's something that could carry over into. I don't agree. <laughs> I was just looking. I was like, she's going to say it. She's going to say it. <laughs> but at least you've never had to lip sync for your life. Yes, I have. Yeah, she, she did. did. Twice. Like, yeah. She pulled scissors out of her titties. Oh, I don't count those. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm Ladies and gentlemen, my husband, who literally knows nothing about my career. <laughs> Thank which you. Which is fine. It's fine. That's it's good. Okay. You have well, when you met, he didn't know who you are, and that's why nice. you love him don't for it. I really don't mind it. You just stay there and be pretty. Yay, sports. Um, <laughs> Yay, sports. Um, titties and beer. Titties and beer. Having been on the losing end of, of that system, <laughs> I would have to say that I prefer... I don't know. I would love if I had been in the top, of course, to have that chance to win an extra $10,000. I would not have wanted the power that went with it because I would not have wanted to make that decision. And I'm going to tell you, it still plays some psychological tricks on the girls who did have to make those decisions. Oh, I'm sure. We There's still tension. Not with me. I don't give a shit at this point. But there's still tension with some of the girls. And even where there is no tension from the girls that got eliminated, you could still feel it 
from the girls who had to do the eliminations because they feel awkward about it. They feel bad about it. And wah, 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 it's part of the game. I get it. But those are our friends. At that point, All Stars is a different game. We're all friends going into it. So it's, I mean, it's kind of a shitty situation. And as somebody who was in the bottom, I wish that I had had an opportunity to fight for my spot there. Yeah. Because nothing riles you up more. When you're in the top two and you know you're not going home no matter what, you're like, okay, cool. Just happy to be here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's my song. But well, when like you're, Katya, I think, had even said something about that where yeah. she didn't really put much effort into it because... Because she knew you weren't going yeah, anywhere. All it is, it's... you. But when you're in the bottom and yeah. there's a very real chance that you're going home, it puts that fire under your ass and you're like, oh my God, I have for to For most fight. people. I have to do whatever I can. Well, for most people. <laughs> we leave Charlie Hydes out of this. <laughs> <laughs> do something, Charlie! <laughs> all season. <laughs> but I, I don't know. I... I think it's a cool it's it's cool for the audience and it's great that the girls get an opportunity to make more money and lip syncing is a positive thing. But I also, having been on the losing end of it, wish that I would have had the opportunity to fight for myself. Not saying it would have changed the outcome at all, but I still would have at least left there feeling like I gave it my all. Yeah. You know? All right. So now that you brought her up, let's talk about Kennedy Davenport. Y'all left me with the boring piece. <laughs> That's my favorite Kennedy quote of all time. It's so good. Just her dressed as an old lady, took a nap on the couch, woke up and looked around. And go, Y'all left me with the boring people. I love her. I love Kennedy. She's Eeyore. That's very. That's a very good description of her. She is Eeyore. Yeah. Is that that your one word? Yeah. (laughs) My word for Kennedy. No, actually, my word for Kennedy is drag. That is good old fashioned Southern classic pageant drag, Mm -hmm. and it's my favorite kind of drag. And I love what she does. I love watching her do it. What's your word? Redemption. Pageant. Redemption. She was just uh, Miss Orlando. Yeah, she just, she's had, been she Miss just everything. Well, yeah, she uh-huh. just stepped down a couple of weeks ago. And right uh-huh. before she won Miss Orlando, she stepped down from Miss Parliament House. But she that's—I mean, she yeah. is a force to be reckoned with. I think mm-hmm. she is one of the most talented people. I would venture to say she's the most talented dancer. Did she step down and ever in been on Trinity? the show? I believe for so. Parl- That's pretty for- funny. Yeah, because yeah. Trinity was Miss Parliament House. Yeah. 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 I'm pretty sure she did. That's- um, I haven't really been up on the, the pageant yeah. scene lately, but from following her posts, I believe that's what it was. <laughs> um, I, I love Kennedy. I think that she is incredibly talented, and I think that this is a golden opportunity for her to go in there and show them more of her personality Yeah, on her terms. You know, we got a lot of flack for being the Bitter Old Lady Brigade. We thought it was a funny thing. We thought it was a fun thing. Like, we didn't take ourselves seriously. And we didn't think that the rest of the world was going to take our little shady group seriously, as seriously as they did. So I think it'll be nice to have her there by herself without me at her side to just kind of 
reinvent herself and say, this is who I am. I may, I'm not as shady as you think I am. I'm not as bitchy as you think I am. I'm not as backstabbing as you think I can be. Because she's really none of those things. She's just Eeyore. She's a grumpy old man <laughs> with an incredible sense of humor. And correct me if I'm wrong, she's the the only person on there to get close to winning because she's the only top four. None of the other ones. Right. She's the, she's the she's closest the one to the, one. Yeah, the highest yeah. ranked uh, No, Ben Delacreme was, 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 oh, was top yeah, four. Yeah. And she had Miss Congeniality under her belt. No, yeah. with ben, ben. ben was fifth. Darian oh. was fourth. Oh, oh that's, that's right. right. Darian yeah. was fourth. So Kennedy's the, Kennedy's the closest <laughs> one to the crown going into All-Stars. Yeah, but yeah. Ben was a Miss Congeniality. <clears throat> she was. Yeah. Yeah. A lot to say yeah, no, it does. Yeah. It does. That's very interesting. So we'll see. Uh, we'll see. I still, like, uh, I don't know. I, I just think? think she's incredible. <laughs> and I think that this is going to be her make or break moment. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm really excited for her. I really am. I love Kennedy. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what she does and what she's able to pull out. And I mean, she made a name for herself in the right way, but in the wrong circumstance on her season or on your season um, for killing it in the lip syncs. But you have to be in the bottom that many times to yeah. just kind of be that that lip sync assassin. Exactly. Yeah. And it's it's just kind of like it's the same thing with uh, with Coco and Alyssa. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, mm-hmm. you... Once he gets like five times in the bottom, isn't Coco like? Doesn't Coco hold the record for the most lip syncs? Yeah, does without, she? I think so. Yeah, without going home, yeah, home. I she, think so. It was on her four. fifth time that she went home. Wow, four was against Alyssa. I think yeah. they yeah, just the next one was. Hers. I think yeah. they just want to see her lip sync. No, for no other reason, just well, to see, no, just I think to see Coco. Coco has the tightest lip sync of oh, absolutely. any contestant absolutely. Oh, yeah. to ever be on Drag Race. Uh, you know, she got a lot of flack for being on All Stars 2. People are like, she doesn't belong there. She doesn't belong there. Coco Montrese is a star. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Oh, for sure. She's been a drag star Forever. for years. <laughs> I would say I, she didn't need All Stars 2 because of her star power. Yeah, well, I I think that that's bullshit because I think anytime you can be on TV, all oh, yeah, you, had, you renew, well, no, you no, renew would, your, your no. presence. But, it's like I think that All Stars was detrimental for a door because she wasn't in the mental capacity to really um, just kind of take it as it came in. You know, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it, she wasn't in a good place for it. Yeah. But that's the only reason I don't think she didn't belong there is because she just was not ready to handle it emotionally. But. Coco, she is such a, an incredible performer and she has such a personality. It doesn't always manifest itself in the best way for television, but she is, she's just, she's great. I love her. I know we're not even talking about All-Stars 2, but (laughs) since we brought that up, I think the parallel is right there with Kennedy. Incredibly talented, but does not get the recognition that they truly deserve because their personalities were perceived poorly. Yeah, Mm -hmm. And I think that this is her chance to go back and really fight for that. Absolutely. All right. Who's next on the list, Eric? The next contestant, uh, (laughs) who probably took my favorite of the promotional shots for coming up is milk. Are you talking about milk? Uh, <laughs> how did I know you were going to like that? <laughs> it was like sexy. Yas. Reminded me of American Gladiators from the 80s. I was like, come on, 1994. Seriously. SpaghettiOs and Gladiators every day at Nana's house. I loved That was me- Nana, not even me. <laughs> I loved American Gladiators so much. 
What's the first Whitney one that in your mind? About Creative. Not? She stole mine. Uh-huh. You can have the same one. No, no. It's not how this no. game works. Abstract. Thank you. <laughs> oh, you're going to say I'm abstract? <laughs> no, I wasn't going to say uh, abstract. What's your word? Lactose. No, I'm just kidding. I was going to say, <laughs> I was just ca- I was to say, say calcium, but I was like, no. <laughs> I was no. just going to say intolerant. <laughs> <laughs> what would your word be? Uh, for milk, clever. Okay. I want to say groundbreaking. And, you would and, be wrong. <laughs> well, as far as the show is concerned, you'd still be wrong. Show. Okay. Go with craft. It's opinion. Just, <laughs> it's opinion. No. It's his word. Let That's him have it. I'm just giving you a hard time. Um, I would say fluid. And which is good for milk because when, yeah. when it starts getting chunky and he makes a lot of people mm. produce a lot of bodily fluid. Ah. Uh, no, I Gross. say fluid mostly because if you look at milk now as compared to season six, totally different person. Yeah. yeah, totally different type of drag. And that's one thing that I really have always appreciated about milk is drag is truly an art for her. And uh, she is not afraid to take chances. If she wants to put polka dots all over her face and giant braids coming out of her nose, she'll do it. And it usually is pretty sickening because she commits to whatever she does. Mm-hmm. And I think that there's there's something really fun and very interesting about that. There's always something uh, exciting about the unknown. And I feel like you don't know what's going to happen with her on the runway. And she still has, she got so much shit for dressing up as workroom Rue. On her season, it was so good. It was so good. I yeah. thought it was so clever. Yeah. So I, I, and she kind of breaks the norm of what the show is seen, because it's not always drag, drag. It's it's club drag. She's very club kid. Yeah, but kid. I it's also feel different. like you know, our first real club kid was the princess. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And she wasn't given enough of an opportunity to yeah. really show that off. But if you're a fan and you're listening and you don't really know who the princess is, I would suggest you go and look her up. She's yeah. I would suggest queens. you go back and, and watch a lot of the older seasons because there were girls that came before us who kind of set the standard for what we do in mm-hmm. our different types of drag. And I think that it's important that you go and you learn your history, girls. Mm-hmm. Go and, and see the ones that kind of came before us. Um, and I think the princess, if she had lasted longer... She would have would... done amazing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it would have been incredible. But she was also on the season with Sharon. And while they don't do the same thing, their aesthetics were similar enough that I think that it would have confused viewers. And it was, yeah, yeah. They're, they... they're both outside of the... The yeah. norm. At that point in time, the perceived yeah. notion yes. of drag. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Right. So when you have that, regardless of you could be on polar ends of the spectrum. Yeah. But when when plus ten is is one side of it, negative ten is the other. Yeah. And from three to negative three is like the norm. Anybody outside of that is all lumped into that's not normal. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So Absolutely. It, yeah. so whether or not one's glamour, one's ghoul, it, it really yeah, it kind of was like all right, well. It's kind of the same thing you're doing. Yeah. No, and especially not. that early in the franchise series. Like, I, I think that that they had to make a choice. And, you know, they went with Sharon. And Sharon is fabulous. She's still one of my favorite winners. Um, and one of my favorite wieners. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. I loved, it when she, I loved it when she was so drunk that she knocked Violet out of her chair and Violet's testicle popped out. 
gosh. I have that picture. I just love the fact that she, I am the only contestant that she's ever publicly advocated for. She went on the, the season recap and on all of her social media when it got down to the three of us on season seven. And she was like, Ginger Minch deserves to win. And to this day, she still will not do a show with me without introducing me as the real winner of season seven. Yep. I don't agree with that. I think everything happens for a reason. I think Violet's win is perfectly valid. But I also really appreciate the fact that she thinks that highly of me as an entertainer, that she puts me on her level as a winner and doesn't treat me as anything below. And that says a lot about Sharon. You know, Bianca's exactly the same way. Exactly the same way. Um, milk. So milk. So milk. <laughs> I think that this is going to be interesting because, like I said, you don't know what the hell is coming around the corner? I think every opportunity that she gets to step outside of that box, she will. And not only will she step outside of it, she's going to step outside, close the box, and kick it to the curb. It's going to be... <laughs> Let Shangela out of there first. Oh. <laughs> or keep her in it. Oh. I, don't really I, think she'll be, I think she'll be more well-received, though. I think the audience is has been prepared for yeah. her. Well, especially so. after Acid Betty... And Nina Bonina Brown yeah. kind mm-hmm. of took where where Princess and Milk left off and <clears throat> took it a little bit further. You know, it's gone a little bit further each season. So I think that now the audience is primed and ready for somebody who doesn't necessarily think that they have to dress up like a woman and go out there on the runway. Mm-hmm. This is her yeah. art. She's going to be a piece of abstract art. And I think that people really uh, are excited to see that. I'm excited to see it. I am. Yeah, she she has grown a fan base in doing what she does now with working with Marc Jacobs and, mm-hmm. and doing all of these, these things that have been high profile for Milk to then be able to come back on the show and then put that into a challenge and, and I think it'll I think it'll be better received and I also think she has more confidence now too. Yeah. Because right towards the end of her run on season six, you could see where she was really starting to doubt herself. Well, and when you're going out there and you constantly are being told, you should look pretty, you should look yeah. pretty, mm-hmm. you should look pretty. That's going to wear anybody down when you're Absolutely. like, this is, I'm trying to be me. I'm trying to, because, you know, <coughs> and I actually finally got to meet Michelle Visage in New York. Mm-hmm. And I know that's her job. And like it, it, But it's so tough when, even as an audience member, when you're seeing them say, we need to see you. We don't know who you are. Yeah. Oh, but you need to look pretty and you need to <laughs> you need to fit glam and it's like you're being given two different sets of directions yeah. and having to do both at the exact same time. Yeah. And oh, I know. Yeah. <laughs> and I know. It, it it definitely like it sucks to then for some of the stuff that she had gotten critiqued for to then for them to turn around and be like this is going to be a challenge next year. Like mm-hmm. she comes out with with facial hair. It's like season seven beard challenge. Everybody wear yeah. facial hair. It's like mm, yeah. Okay, yeah. well, how'd that right. work for Derek Barry? Mm. I mean, Willem because was- it was all about you have to show us something else, show us something else, and then she did and was sent home. Wait, but well, she also painted her eyebrows. No, I know, but it was still so she funny. She had McDonald's on her head. <laughs> But but they did the same thing with like detox. They did that. She came out in that black and white, and then the following season they had that black and white challenge. Yeah, no, for sure. I yeah. mean, they they obviously do all. You know, they they pull from yeah the season before. Um, 
But they also, I feel like a lot of the critiques are genuine in the moment, but then whenever they sit back and they watch it, they mm-hmm. watch what goes into it, well, and they see how the fan base responds to it, yeah. and that also sways their opinion on, well, maybe I didn't give that enough of a of a, like, a chance, so let's have all the girls do it this year and see how, because Michelle, Michelle hated the beard when Milk did it. Hated it when we did it on season seven and went, okay, now I know it's just not for me. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah. Don't, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think that it they're trying to expand with the fan base. Yeah. But it's, it's like the kimonos. It, it they can... did that two seasons in a row. <laughs> Kimono, she better don't. <laughs> Part two. Part two. <laughs> uh, so we are going to move on to our oldest contestant, both in age and how long it's been since her season was on. The 10th Queen. Morgan. Charlie. Oh, oh Charlie Hines. <laughs> oh. We couldn't get her visa renewed. I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> or her MasterCard. It was terrible. <laughs> Morgan McMichaels. Morgan McMichaels. Redemption. Mickey's. Well, yeah. Pink. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So I, what are yours? You- Oh, I didn't know we were getting in this game. <laughs> yeah, now. you're we in. Are. Yeah, you're we let, we let you slip by with two of them. Now you get <laughs> everyone else. Well, all my good ones were on the ones you didn't ask me about. <laughs> <laughs> we did that on um, Morgan, she oh, seems God. really. Uh, she seems really focused, and I'll go with focused for for coming back to All Stars. She seems very in it. Yeah. yeah. To reinvent herself, and she basically saw what. It did for Tatiana. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was about She's to say. It's a lot like that. Tatiana. Yeah. She's had the most time to kind of prep and see what has worked going from her season through this uh, to kind of be ready for what I'll she's about to get into. Polished because she has had so much time. Yeah. Between mm-hmm. to to see not just from her season to now, but to see the evolution of the show, the yeah. challenges, the critiques, and when you have that time. It and I don't even necessarily think like yes, it definitely does um, put that thought in your head when you go okay. Well, Tatiana did it, did the show and kind of had this huge resurgence of a fan base. Yeah, you know that's never a guarantee for anybody. No, but I think she, I think she's able to kind of. She's been working so much. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I also stopped. believe that she's at an advantage because. She is the one that books all of the Drag Race girls when they come through um, Hollywood, West Hollywood. Mm-hmm. She books them for all of their gigs. So she sees on a constant basis what the newer seasons of Drag Race have to offer, what the fans are responding to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that gives her a little bit more insight than a lot of the other contestants. Because a lot of the rest of us, especially those of us from a newer season... We're just kind of out there on the road doing our own thing. We're kind of, it's like tunnel vision, mm-hmm. but she gets to experience it all. Yeah. So I think that's good prep work for her. For sure. I love her. I think she's got an acerbic wit mm-hmm. and a lot of people don't really expect that. They don't know that much about her because she is, her season was so long ago Yeah. that I think that it's going to be, I mean, I don't know how it'll work in her favor, but I think it's going to be really, really fun to see her 
bitching and snapping oh, yeah. and, and being as sassy as she is. I hope yeah. her and Kennedy have a thing together, just back and forth. Just, oh, <laughs> just sass. Oh, just sass. <laughs> She's back and sassy. Forth. That's she my is. word. Right there. There you go. For Morgan. Oh, Morgan yeah. is Morgan is quick with it and she doesn't care. She's no. just gonna. She's, she's gonna say what yeah. she wants. She reminds me of what Tatiana's like. She just says what whatever and yeah. doesn't and doesn't care. She's just she's going to say. It. Oh, absolutely. She's she is thinker. very talented. Oh, absolutely. Her costumes are always on point. Together. She's going to make great TV. Yeah, great. And she looks TV. fantastic in the yeah. uh, in the yeah. promos. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. she, looks yeah she looks great. great. Yeah. she doesn't look like she's aged. Eric, who's up next? Well, Hallelujah is third time going to be the charm for Shangela. Oh my god! So I have a question: Do you do the voiceover for World of Wonder when they um, when they need somebody to introduce the the queens on there when they're walking out of the same writer for the show? For the third time, I am available if they want. Well, Hallelujah will third time be the the charm charm for Shangela. Will she be a present this time? Oh my god! Or no gift receipt. <laughs> the only contestant to be on more seasons of RuPaul's Drag Race than RuPaul. <laughs> Certainly than Merle. Oh. <laughs> so Brittany, no, she was on my season. I know who she is. Brittany, your your one word for Shangela. Dance. Over. Over it, but I have to go one word. So over. You just say them together really quickly. Over, over, <laughs> over hyphen it. Over. Which makes it one word. Word for Shangela. <laughs> Energy. Yeah. Yeah. I'll go with sweet. Sugar daddy. <laughs> That's too much. Mar- no, Sugar daddy. <laughs> uh, Shangela is one of the most genuine people I've ever met. And I she's... She's genuinely fun to be around. She's genuinely talented. There's really nothing false about her. She has so much energy <laughs> all the time. Sometimes it's a little too much. Yeah. But she lights up a room whenever she's in there, and she's a true entertainer. Mm-hmm. And I think that it, it speaks to her ability as an entertainer for the fact that she was so new to drag when she first started Drag Race. She was so severely unpolished her first season. Got better for the second season that she did, but was still not on the same aesthetic level as most of her competitors, but whooped their ass in almost every challenge mm-hmm. because she is an entertainer. She's a performer. And-, and and I'm still bitter about season three where she outlasted Carmen and then they were like, we're going to bring a queen back. And it, just that way you can have, or Sh- after Shangela went home, so that way Carmen could technically place higher than Shangela. Yeah. Screw you! <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, she has the last laugh because she's one of the original Rue girls that are mm-hmm. still very prominent. Yeah. yeah. Very, like, Absolutely. Working like crazy and, and so much in the public consciousness yeah. that... She almost doesn't need to do All Stars yeah, because she is still so present. Oh, yeah. Where everybody else, you know, like, oh, yeah, they're doing stuff and they have a good, you know, rapport with the with the fans, but don't have that, like, presence. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So doing an All Stars or, or getting back into doing some sort of show, you're like, okay, cool. It's getting you that, it's renewing your 15 minutes in the public yeah. mind. Well, and I yeah. also feel like, I'm not discrediting any of the other contestants. I think that they're all very good and they're there for a reason. But she's the one to me that feels like an all-star. Mm-hmm. Because she's such a part of the history of Drag Race. 
that you can't deny the fact that she is a star. Like she yeah. is a star that was made by the program is still very much ingrained within. Well, cause we pretty much watched her grow up. Yeah, like you yeah. said, you know, when she's coming in just a baby draglet and then we've watched her blossom and grow into, into a diva. Yeah, yeah. Like that's, that really solidifies you regardless of win, lose or draw any of the competitions you are synonymous with this this history. Yeah, yeah. and absolutely. she's had so many iconic moments on the show, mm-hmm. from the box, from Hallelujah to all these sugar things, corn on the sugar rib. daddy, yeah. Yeah. Sugar daddy. Top, like all those things. She's done the more iconic things than a lot of the girls. If I wanted a sugar show. daddy, I could get a sugar exactly. daddy. Like, like she's just she's iconic. Yeah, yeah. she's very she's iconic. And iconic. I I feel like like that is what truly makes an all star. And I would love to see her win. I would love that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. There's a couple of the girls that I would like to see win. But if I'm just looking at the lineup and I know nothing about the season, I'm like, well, she really is an all-star to me. Well, don't go too deep into that because the last <laughs> thing we're going to do is I'm going to ask you for, with with nothing else, like who your top three will be. So let's okay. let's finish out, uh, or not finish out, but let's go into, uh, we talked about her earlier in the Christmas Queens tour, Thorgy Thor. So talented. One word. I haven't got to my oh. word yet. <laughs> What's your word? Brittany. Musical. Ooh. This is awkward. <laughs> I have a lot of words for Thorgy. But I'm trying to think of just one. Talented. Thorchestra. Incredible. <laughs> <laughs> Eric, what's yours? Um, artist. The you know she. Well, got... well, Pat has to say his one. Oh, no, I did. Thorchestra. Oh, Orchestra. that's not a. I'm just so kidding. <laughs> she uh, she got a lot of love on her season, of course, but she also got a lot of flack because people were like, "Oh, she's so fake. She's so fake." Having spent months on the road with her, there's really nothing fake about her. That's her personality. She is that bubbly. She is that neurotic. And she is that much of a bitch. And those things come together and combine to make just this beautiful ball of energy. I love Thorgy. I love being around her. And I think that she is, she's truly a star. Like she has star power. You want to watch her. You want to listen to her. You want to see what the hell she's going to do. Because she could pick up a, here's my favorite story with her. We were in Manchester and we walked into this little store, like a little vintage store, and she started picking up the most hideous pieces oh. of shit off of the racks. <laughs> I was looking at it going, oh, my God, you're not going to buy that. That's too expensive. You're not going to pay that for that. That's a sheet of fabric that's not even pretty. Like, that's a pillowcase. What are you doing? The very next night, she cope, she rolls out for meet and greet after all of us looking like a million dollars because she has the most incredible eye for just colors and placement mm-hmm. and patterns. She took pillowcases and old jackets and a skirt and like scarves and all this kind of shit and positioned it on herself to look just absolutely stunning. Yeah, it looked Regal. expensive. Like it was, it was and that is incredible. A oh yeah, no, absolutely. It is such a talent. Absolutely. 
I love Thorgene. And to go out there and just play violin, like, there's nobody, like, it's, it's ridiculous. She is one of the most talented queens I've ever well, had the privilege of working Growing up in the South, you know, I knew people who played the violin, and I knew people who played the fiddle. And it was a very different art it form is. on the it's same really instrument. Yeah. yeah, She can do both, and she did both oh, sure in did. her cover of uh, God Rest You Merry Gentlemen. Mm-hmm. It, it was my favorite number. I had to watch it every yeah. single night. It didn't matter where my dressing room was, how many flights of stairs I had to climb. I was right there watching that number every night. It was, it's just, she's great. And she just possesses that stage. Like, yeah, she's, she was, she did uh Mary gentleman every night and it was incredible. She wore this beautiful outfit and just took over that stage dancing and playing at the same time. It was, yeah. it was incredible. 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 <laughs> and I just love that she's, She's a drag clown. Yeah. She's yeah. a clown. Yeah. I love it. Who's next on this list? Well, the last one listed. The last one named. Oh, we're already at the last we're one? We're at number nine. Yeah. Oh. Number nine wow. um, is wow. Miss Trixie Mattel. We are all out of time. Hi. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Dragons and Spandex. I was waiting for this um, one. I know you were. <laughs> <clears throat> It's so weird because it's like it's like divorced parents because I I love you guys both so much and then you come over and I can't I'm like I can't talk about daddy in I front of mommy. I have no problems with Trixie. <laughs> Cover your ears. <laughs> I don't. It's just fun to pretend that they're. She stole my I know, man. I love it. Well, but that's the thing. Like I get so much shit for saying that Katya is my BFF. Uh, and she served a very specific role in my life at a very specific time. We were still very good friends, but Katya, like, she was the only person that was there for me when I was going through some really tough things. And yes, that to me constitutes somebody on the level of being a best friend, a confidant. Um, so it does. It used to bother me when people would make it a joke. Now it's just kind of it's repetitive, and I'm I'm over. I'm just yeah. sick of hearing about it because it's well, stupid. People make it seem like you can only have like, one, one friend. friend or one best friend or one you person can. that you talk but to. A like. lot of the people, <laughs> only one. A lot of the fan base, especially the vocal part of the fan base, <clears throat> are very young, mm-hmm. and they have no best they, friends. Well, they sit there and they they play by high school rules. <laughs> yeah. And once you're out of high school, high school rules don't exist. So the relationship that I have with Katya is very different from the relationship that Trixie has with Katya. And it's very different from the relationship that Trixie has with me. We've been friends. Trixie and I talk. We're fine. Um, But for some reason, the public has it in their mind that there's this huge love triangle going on and there's a rivalry. So I said, you know what? Fuck it. If I'm not going to defend myself, I'm just going to play into your game. I'm just saying, how dare you talk to me about her? <laughs> I don't want to hear about that tramp. <laughs> Does she still ask about me? <laughs> um, I'm probably most excited for Trixie to be on All Stars because she had such a shitty run yep. on season seven. She was dealt a really crappy hand mm-hmm. and somehow persevered career-wise in spite of it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because that that trajectory of a of a of a storyline and a run on a show like that basically reduces you to all right. You get some bookings every once in a while. Yeah, and well, she took that and RuPaul ran said with to it. her face, "You gave me one of the funniest audition videos I've ever seen, and you're not funny." 
I don't think you're funny at all. She said that to her face in front of everybody. So I can only imagine how crushing that must be to the spirit, you know? Yeah. Right. When you've worked so hard to try to prove yourself to somebody that you care about, who whose opinion you value, and they just shut you down by going, you're not what I thought you were. Goodbye. And not only did she, did she sashay away once, she had to do it twice. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I had to send her home that second time. <laughs> <laughs> but, Which sucks, because you both did... Fantastic! Like I honestly, I don't think that was the right bottom two, and it was like it was like no. Sophie's choice, honestly, at that point because you yeah. both did. Fantastic. Even the judges said they were like, "Well, how do we, how do we send anybody home? It's nitpicking now." Yeah, and it all came down literally to the outfits and the fact that they were like, "We just don't like your dance." Well, we didn't choreograph it. We didn't do the music. So if if that's your complaint is that you don't like our style of dance and you don't like the choreography. Well, I'll take it because it has nothing to do with me. It's not a reflection of my talent or my ability. Maybe you should get rid of Lucian Piani. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, oh. they did. Oh. <laughs> Maybe they should have done For it more shade between Trixie <laughs> and Ginger, join us on the Haters Roast this year. Um, <clears throat> oh, so let's do one, one word. Let's do one word. Let's start, well, with, no, Gin- let's start I, with Ginger. Before we do that, okay. though, I, I wanted to finish saying, oh, God, what the hell was I talking about? Dancing. Um, going oh, home. but as much as people like, that's the sticking point in their head is that we did the dance together and I sent her home. What they don't remember is that one of the most iconic moments from season seven was the previous week when we did eggs, eggs, eggs together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Eggs, eggs, eggs is something that people still hold on to and still cling to. And Trixie and I had the best time doing that. Mm-hmm. And I, my performance would not have been nearly as good if it wasn't for her and vice versa. We were truly a team that week. And I think that people need to understand or, or at least remember that it's we've had so much more than a couple of bad moments. And we will continue to. Yeah, unfortunately, the, so much of that vocal audience is so young that what they see on television... Is all that they they go by, yeah. and there's not like mm-hmm. y'all are humans, and you have yeah. interactions and lives <clears throat> well, outside of what's shown they on television. Just, they just aired season seven, um, the revealed, the revealed, yeah. Which I didn't get a chance to watch it. I would like to go back. We have it DVR. I'll go watch it. But um, I still like I still up until like two days ago was getting hate messages on Facebook and stuff from these people who are watching it for the first time. You stupid fat bitch. I can't believe you sent her home, or I can't believe you said this about her. But I'm like, first of all, that was like four years ago. <laughs> and second of all, like, do you, do you, you hear one thing and you hone in on it and you don't look at the bigger picture of everything else that we've gone through and done together? Oh. We're cool. I'm like, and that's why I tell them all the time, I'm like, I'm sorry you felt that way, but we're cool. And we're having a good time and we're touring. We're about to go out on another three months of the haters roast together. Like, we're good. We're totally good. I also yeah. feel those people didn't watch the original run of season seven and become like big fans of hers and then watch Revealed and go, oh my God, this is real. Yeah. So Rue, yeah. they were like four when the season <laughs> was real. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So let's do the let's do our one word. word. Yeah. Let's start with Ginger with this one. Oh, no, <laughs> no. Ginger's always last. Um, Probably hair. Because I always think of her wigs. I love her hair all the time. Um, <laughs> that's not my word. <laughs> I, don't, I don't really have a word. I don't. Just say, um. uh, no, no, uh, no. Katya. 
<laughs> salt the moon, no. bitch. Salt the moon. Oh, oh, oh. Um, I have, I have no, I have what's no. What's your word? Uh, redeemed. Because I think she's already been redeemed from season seven. Oh, I would I, agree. Because yeah. of mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Oh, I, th- I think she's done plenty on her own outside of. Trust me, I'll, well, be, I think, I'll, I'll, I'll be shady. I have nothing to lose. No, I feel like she got the redemption. She got the chance for redemption because of Katya. Absolutely, mm-hmm. it, it opened. It gave her the platform for people to pay attention to her. But I think she won the fan base over because of who she is. Yeah, because honestly, like I know, I know a lot of the drag race market really came to love her. For uh with Katya. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I've only seen like three episodes of uh. I and and my word will be artist because I will say this. I liked her on the show. We interviewed her during mm-hmm. the season mm-hmm. and we did we we interviewed her at the gardens. Like yeah. it was fantastic. Like warm, personable, really kind to be around. Like she is one of my favorites. Like but yeah. Ginger and Trixie are the only two Rue girls that I have like their numbers that I will that I text and mm-hmm. I know will text me back. Yeah, mm-hmm. like just flat out. Like I know that like if I need something, I reach out and I get a response. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when we went to P Town two years ago, we had planned everything. You know, at Varla's show, we had Jinx's show, we had like all these things set up, and that was when Trixie did her first one woman show, ages mm-hmm. three and up. And we're like, we love Trixie. Let's buy a ticket. Let's go see this. Fucking dead. I, my stomach hurt from laughing so (laughs) fucking much. I was like, I did not even comprehend how funny this bitch was. The show was fantastic. And then she put on the fucking guitar and sang, I know you all over again. Fucking goosebumps. And walked out going, that should be on iTunes. I'd buy that right this second. The night that eleven uh, thirty at night, when I got the email saying that the pre order was available for download, I got yeah. my ass home after work. I put it on, fucking got goosebumps all over. Yeah, yeah. From listening to that song, like just well, and I think that's a good lesson in general for the fan base is that even if you don't particularly warm up to somebody on the show, realize that they're showing such a, a small portion of what we have to offer. And because I get that every time when I do Crossdresser for Christ on the road. Or, or, or Crossdresser for Christmas. Christmas, which we just did <laughs> in San Francisco. Well, P.S., totally different show. But, <laughs> but I still get people that come up to me after the show every mm-hmm. single time by the handful. I didn't know how funny you were. I didn't know how sweet you were. I didn't know that you could sing. The way that you sing. Yeah. And I think, that, I mean, Trixie's certainly a good example of that. I've been an example of that. I think that there are so many of us that even if you were not particularly your favorite, go out there and see the girls any chance that you get because they're going to surprise you. They oh, yeah. They really are. Oh, yeah. Whether it's a positive surprise or a negative surprise. like but You, get to, you get to see a, a better perception of what yeah. that yeah. queen is about Absolutely. in a setting where... They're getting to control it because, yeah. like yeah. you know, you're saying that they only show a small amount, but it's not even just that they show a small amount. It's what the producers show. Yeah. It's what they put together to make these storylines work. Exactly. exactly, because it's television. It's quote unquote reality television. Yeah. Mm-hmm. but there's still a, an, an endpoint for what they're it's trying not to get reality to. Television. Do you know they legally have to call it unscripted television? 
Oh, yeah. interesting. That's it. I don't even know what it means. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> I know that we were told not to call it reality TV. It's unscripted it's television. Unscripted television. Well, because, because reality television still has a has a script to it. When Drag Race, there is no actual like. No, well, I'm no, I'm, no, I, I think I'm, that's I'm a, thinking that at this point, reality TV isn't. There is none. There is a there is a plot point, and there's no script to it for you to say what to say. But there is there's a production room but where they're yeah. they're like, here yeah. are the plot points that we need to hit to uh, make this goal. They're whispering in the ear of your story producer, going, "All right, ask them about this question." But, well, uh, but I think yeah. it's still called like like on the Emmys, it's like reality competition show. Isn't I don't it? know. I like I said. I don't know the difference mm-hmm. in the terms. I just know that on season seven we were we were encouraged to call it unscripted television. Well, it's funny. It's it's funny that you say what what you had just said because I swear to God when the Fifi Alyssa whole thing happened on All Stars two because uh-huh. it seemed like normal conversation, normal conversation, and I swear there was a producer going. All right, Alyssa, say this to Fifi right now. Because uh-huh. out of nowhere, uh, it was it like. It wasn't like this. No, I wasn't. Don't make cards on the side. But literally, it was like, it out of the way it was produced, it was like, like pleasant conversation, pleasant conversation. Well, Fifi, didn't you say this? And it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> well, all right, producers, get in that earpiece right now. Well, I mean, they certainly do do that. I yeah. mean, it's never as abrupt as it appears on television because there's more time. Oh, for sure. The like they're, it's spaced out in the workroom and, and, and on the runway, but they certainly do uh, remind you of things ever so gently. Like, <laughs> remember when this was? Do you, do you remember that first day that you were here and she looked at you? I mean, I believe she called you an ignorant slut. <laughs> and you're like, I didn't hear her say that. Oh, well... I believe I heard that she called me. <laughs> and then you get around and you're like, well, if I'm an ignorant slut, she's an ugly fucking bitch and she wears the same fucking dress every fucking week. And then they just cut to you going, stupid fucking bitch wears the same fucking dress every week. <laughs> uh, so, all right. So Trixie is the ninth contestant that was announced in alphabetical order. Um, so there is a 10th queen that has not been announced officially. Mm-hmm. Um, there has been, if you, if you are a Redditor, if you go on the Reddits, if you frequent the message boards on the Reddit, there are, uh, some speculations, uh, that possibly Darian Lake is the 10th queen. I would love to see her back on, um, actually, I really want them to do an all big girl season. Because I would love Same. the opportunity to compete alongside Darian and Latrice and Eureka and oh, hi. oh she's screaming she's excited too, <laughs> but all of like Stacey Lane Matthews all of the big girls Delta, there's so many of us now I think there's enough of us now for a full season, mm-hmm. and I think we have so much to offer I think it would be fun oh that when we had Sonique uh, on we were talking about like an all trans uh, all star season oh, yeah. because yeah. there are a lot yeah. of super super talented um, queens that have come out and, and have transitioned and yeah. mm-hmm. um, like when Sonique was talking about it like she had to stop her transition process because at that point it wasn't allowed yeah, yeah. so it was a Jiggly whole like, was the same exact way yeah so I know Jiggly makes me cry too <laughs> <laughs> trans woman of color uh, <laughs> I, every time you mention Sharon Needles, that's all the. <laughs> she's a trans woman of color. My sister is a trans woman of color, and she's been murdered. Uh, there, 
so so Darian was uh, was an early rumor um, to see, and a lot of that was really kind of predicated by the Ben de la Creme um, appearance or or mm-hmm. that whole uncovering of of Ben doing the the taping, yeah. especially because Ben had for a, quite a while said she would not do the show again. Yeah, and then all of a sudden I was like, well, all right, well Ben's canceling shows, and we're but huh? And then I was like, okay, well we're gonna revisit the Ben Darian feud that shouldn't have existed in the first place but let's go for it again (laughs) um and then i know one of the more recent rumors is that bb zahara benet is the 10th queen which i'm extremely mixed about um i heard that too and when when cj and i were talking about it he said i don't think it's right that a winner would go back on and i said if it were any other winner I would agree. But if it is, BB, you know, season one is not instantly accessible. Well, when they, when they call it. it the lost season. Exactly. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's because they legally can't show it. It costs too much money for them to show it because of the licenses that they have with the rights for the music that they used uh, in season one. Gotcha. And it also just the quality isn't. Up to par with the rest of the season. Season one, the fucking blurry. So fucking blurry. <laughs> blurry. Um, We're in the same room. <laughs> I love Johnny McGovern. That's so great. I always wanted to be on the Big Gay Sketch Show. Like I didn't want to be on RuPaul's Drag Race. I wanted to be on Big Gay Sketch Show. <laughs> you just went. On, you just went to the wrong set. <laughs> I'm here for the Big Gay Sketch. What? Oh. <laughs> I thought we were doing the RuPaul Sketch. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> But don't take that to mean I don't love my time on Drag Race because I absolutely did. I'm very grateful for it. But uh, I think that BB, if they were going to pick one winner to go back on a regular All-Star season, would be the one because she's the furthest removed. Yeah. You mm-hmm. can't easily find her season. Yeah. And not as many people are familiar with her. And she only won twenty thousand dollars. I mean, come exactly. on. Exactly. Yeah, she, right. she, she needs to get the other. She got a handshake and a stick of gum. <laughs> and half she got of a her full tic tac. Full tic tac. And she's also like BB is. She's the epitome of regal. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. She yeah. is a queen, not a drag oh. queen. She is a queen. She honestly, she should have been cast as uh, Mufasa's wife in the the. Lion King. Sarabi. Yeah, I can't remember what her name was. She really, she has that presence. Yes, absolutely. Well, she she always has reminded me of Tommy Ross, um, who is, for those of you who don't know, go and look her up. She's former Miss Continental, former Miss Everything. Um, She is... She doesn't have to move when she's on stage. She Okay, so for her step down for Miss Continental, she got into a car accident. And she had put together this entire production number of Diana Ross. She looks just like Diana Ross. Um, but she couldn't move. So they they propped her up on a stool. And she did the entire number from center stage on a stool. And it was the most mesmerizing thing you've ever seen. Because there are some people who just have that regal air, that quality about them. And I feel like BB is exactly the same way. Exactly the same way. You can't help but look at her and just go, my God, you are a stunning vision of loveliness. I love her. I hope it is her. (laughs) Now that you've talked me into it. I like her. Team BB. (laughs) So so those are like the two biggest rumors for it. So we'll see when the show premieres on the 25th. I thought it was, honestly, I thought it was going to be Eureka because the way that she left season nine, Mm -hmm. 
Rue said, we want to give you a free pass to come back. Well, I was like, it would make perfect sense if they're doing All-Stars right now that she can use a free pass to come back for that. And nobody will bitch and complain about, well, she has the upper hand. She's already been here. She's already blah, 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 because yeah. people do that sometimes. Mm-hmm. I thought that it would have put it on more of a level playing field. It would have been interesting. But um, by all accounts that I've heard, she's on season 10. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I guess that removes her from the All-Stars pool, yeah. which is a shame because I would have liked to have seen her on there, I yeah. think. Yeah. All right, so before we wrap up, because you guys have been so generous with your time, um, let's do a quick round. Now, I don't know, like you said, you don't know anything, Ginger. You haven't heard any of the tea or the gossip from... I purposely stay out of it. Yep. So uh, we'll we'll go around the table, and we'll do our dream top three. So whether or not... Who we want or who we think it will be. No, who you'd want. Forget who we think. Like, Why take don't all we do of that. both? Oh, okay. Give right. us the three you think and then the three you want. No, right. three you want, then the three you think. All right. So, Brittany, let's start with you. Who's your who's your your tops? The three all I bottoms. would <laughs> The three I would want would be Chi Chi, Kennedy, and <laughs> You're being exactly. judged. Maddie does not agree You're being with judged you. By the puppy. <laughs> Probably Thorgy, because I really like Thorgy on her season. You can say Trixie. I won't do that. <laughs> no, 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 because Trixie is who I think it will be. But that's who I would want. Those are the three I would want. So then who are the three who that you, you think, think it would be? be? Trixie, Shangela, and probably Thorgy again. Okay. okay. See you, How about you, babe? Uh, top three I want. Ginger, Ginger, and Ginger. <laughs> <laughs> No, he's never, <laughs> never uh, wanted me to top anything. <laughs> except uh, the baked I would potato. want would probably be Morgan, Ben, and Kennedy. Okay, the three I would want. The three I think: Thorgy, Trixie, and Shangela. Okay, Eric, we'll go to you. Um, who I think it will be? No, who you want? Who you who want? You want, first. want. First. Um. I want Milk, Morgan, and Trixie. And who do you think? And who do I think it's going to be? I think it's going to be Chi-Chi, Shangela, and I think Trixie. I I do think she will. Okay. Who do I want it to be? Yeah. Trixie, Ben de la Creme, and some sort of weird hybrid like Frankenstein's monster of Trixie and Ben. <laughs> so Thorgy. <laughs> um, so Trixie, Ben, and just for fun, just because I think it would it should be interesting to have up at the top, uh, Morgan. Yeah. Um, although I do, although Milk is up there as a as a close tie for that. Um, who I think it will be will be Trixie, Shangela, and the rumored. 10th queen or the unconfirmed 10th queen i think there's a reason why we don't know who it is yet and i think that's going to play a big factor into it um honestly if if i if i were a betting man i would say that bb is the 10th queen and that bb goes up to the top yeah Oh, we should have played that game. Who we thought the tenth queen was? We did. You were asleep. <laughs> <laughs> no, we didn't go around the table and ask because <laughs> you were asleep. Um, I would like it to be Kennedy. 
Thorgy and I want to say Trixie, but I really want Shangela up there. Like she just edges Trixie out for me in my wants. But I think it will be Trixie, Shangela, and if BB is in fact the 10th queen, BB. Oh. Yeah, I think and there there is a reason. There has got to be a reason why there's so much mystery around this tenth queen. Mm-hmm. So it'll it'll play. I have a funny feeling that queen, like in season nine, won't come back in the first episode. Yeah, but will come back at the end, and it'll be a little way to try to shake things up. Yeah, um, I think it'll be, yeah, I'm excited. I, mm-hmm. uh, what would be kind I'm of excited. what would it's be going to be pork chop. Oh, oh my god, I wish. Oh my god, I don't know. But oh no, god, I would we love have it. to save Pork Chop for the fat girl season. <laughs> but there, oh, yeah, but there is no big girl on All Stars 3, though. No. That's so you true. never know. It could be a big girl. And they're keeping the big girl secret. It could secret. be Darian. It could, it could be. be. It could be Darian. No, it could be. In which case, but I, I, hope I, I would chop. put her in my Team want Darian. And my yeah, need. Team Darian's like winner for me. <laughs> what would be hysterical? But I don't want her to win. <laughs> no fat winners. I would. Look- <laughs> I would so like, who would win the fat girl season? Ginger. Latrice. Ginger. No, <laughs> Latrice would win. It's, it's, it's a 10 minute I, well, tie. If they, Everybody if they, gets a crown. No. No, I think if they ever did a top, like a big girl season, the top three would be Ginger, Latrice, and Darian. Hands down. I like agree. That would I be the top that. three yeah. of that season. Oh, yeah. I don't with, know if that would pork be the top three. Co- with pork chop coming in fourth. No, I <laughs> think. I, I honestly feel like if we did a big girl season, the top five would probably include, I would hope myself, um, Darian, Latrice, Delta. I love oh, Delta. Yeah, I do love Maybe Delta Delta's Delta is the... so polished. Yeah. You better she Delta is. war. <laughs> and I love pork chop, but I also feel like um Eureka Hera. I feel like Eureka <laughs> I know I feel like Eureka is recent enough yeah. that she has the fan base behind her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that she is uh kind of in tune with what audiences expect and want from current seasons. So I would put her in there as well. Yeah. yeah. And I think that that's a sick that's like good top, top five up. right there. <laughs> <It is. laughs> I just want to put call them Let's up. do it right now. <laughs> We're gonna film this ourselves. Forget all stars three. We're gonna film it at the buffet. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. There are so many good big girls. So many. I would love to see that season. I would love it though. This would be this would be my dream scenario for all of it. Would be that Darian gets brought in as the tenth queen. They do the talent show, which is rumored to be again the first. Mm-hmm. Way which for them. Br- to- it should always be the first challenge it, of every season. It's the it's the first way for them to not spend money on licensing. Yep. Uh, well, that's <laughs> true. Um, well, which is why I ended up singing the song that I sang. It, it was a long story. I remember you mentioning that. Um, and Darian being a part of that. Darian getting kicked off and BB being one of the judges. And then Rue <laughs> turning around and being like, BB will take her place. And then like have everybody just gag right there. Yeah. Like, right. Then, then all the all the Nancy Drew's heads would explode because they'd be like, oh my, God, oh my God, Darian and BB. <laughs> <laughs> we got DB. <laughs> Diabetes. <laughs> Diabetes. No. <laughs> Diabetes. <laughs> oh, oh. So thank you so much, Ginger, for coming in. Brittany, CJ, thank you for, for joining us as well. Wow. I thought we were just getting one, and then everybody showed up at my door, and I was like, yay! <laughs> Group podcast. Yes. <laughs> well, and then you and I have to discuss, because we're starting another Ooh. podcast. Ooh. Yes. It's going to be so exciting. It's called Double Wide Diva, and it's all about the goings-on of my family life. 
I love it. Yeah. So that's gonna be that'll be coming out. We'll we'll throw some more info. We'll cross promote. We'll yeah. get some of our pizza over promote. there. Cross dress promote. Cross promote. Ross, but now we're gonna go snuggle promote. these babies that have been neglected. Eric, thank you for joining me on this one since Oral was unable to make this. Oh, certainly. So thank you guys. Um, this will be coming out uh, just before All Stars three and in between our uh, our regular two schedule oh, podcast. I'll be in New Zealand when this comes out. You Ooh, have to send it to me. I will. I will. And uh, we'll we'll throw a link up for uh, this Sunday since this episode will actually air after your Sunday show. We'll throw a link up on uh, on Facebook and let our Orlando peeps know. But we'll be back in uh, in about a week from when this releases for our full cast recording. Don't forget January twenty fifth, RuPaul's Drag Race All Stars three is on um, VH one Thursday nights at eight p.m. And uh, if you are so inclined, check us out on Patreon. This uh, The Nerdy Show and this show are all funded through um, listeners like you guys out there. So go to patreon.com forward slash nerdy show. And you can even make a little note that earmarks uh, some or all of your donation to come to Flame On. And then follow us on all the social medias. Flameonshow.com has all the chicklets at the bottom. Flame On Podcast on Twitter. And uh, Ginger Minge is available to be seen at Ginger Minge Official. I'm at at the Ginger Minge on Twitter. Then I'm at Ginger Minge on Instagram. Um, I am just the Ginger Minge Official fan page on Twitter. Facebook, which is always so funny and weird when I go to like tag you in something. Like, when, when <laughs> it's like we sat down with Ginger Minge official fan page. <laughs> um, and then you can find me on like MySpace if you want to, <laughs> Friendster, LinkedIn, Kickstarter, <laughs> LinkedIn, and at my husband's OnlyFans page. <laughs> OnlyFans.com forward slash the C underscore J. That's C E E underscore J A Y. But if you so, want to see me, if you want to talk to me, just come find me at a show. <laughs> Buy me a shot and I'll, <laughs> I'll get loose lipped and tell you everything <laughs> you ever wanted to know. Well, thank you all so much for listening. That has been another episode of Dragons and New Spandex, and we'll see y'all next time. Bye. Bye. Can I get an email? <laughs> if you can't love yourself, huh? <laughs> Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.